There's some bad juju on this show. That's your official content warning from Tabletop 20. Hi guys and welcome to Tabletop 20, the podcast where we embark on an unforgettable journey through a homebrew world of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Carl Holloman, and I'm thrilled to be sharing my very first campaign with all of you. Join us as we explore a realm filled with mystery, magic, and terribly voiced NPCs. Together, we'll witness the rise of unlucky heroes, delve into ancient ruins, and face the challenges of a party who just love to dick around. So, grab your dice, gather your friends, and let's dive into this episode of Tabletop 20. Yeah, that'll do. Cool. Stop it. <laughs> um, cool. Where are we up to? Another episode. Tabletop 20. Um, Welcome. Episode 44, actually. 44. That's where we're up to. Yeah. Cruising along, all right. I don't think I took any notes last time. Oh, last time I took notes was like episode 44. We 40. are... So close to our podcast midlife crisis. We are. Episode 50. I'm 42. I haven't taken a single note. Hopefully by episode 50, we'll be in there. In the new, in the new room. Ooh, big we'll set up. Maybe. I don't know. How does the, how does the fitting of one, two, three, four, five, six, potentially seven people? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Zoe, seven. George. George, eight. Um, well, that table was designed to fit in that room with enough space for everyone. And that table can sit eight people, so. Or oh, well, they okay. can stand. Or well, they could stand. Oh, shh. Maybe. A standing table would be right. There's enough room for everyone. I checked. I wouldn't okay. be building a table and putting in all this effort if I didn't think we could all fit in there. Because that's one thing I was worried about. But, anyways, I digress. Episode 44. Um, what were you guys up to? You guys were... Just finishing off the Gloomwater King. Uh, you guys... Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. You guys started off the session um, entering combat, essentially, uh, with Scorch in the grasp of the Gloomwater King about to get eaten. And what he did get scrunch? eaten. Scrunch? Yeah. You got proper... <laughs> Actually, my dad's name was Scrunch. <laughs> <clears throat> you got proper um, chewed up in that little uh, encounter. Uh, failing a death saving throw, I believe. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Finally, someone so, else has to deal with this shit. <laughs> so, Scorch is going to be a little sore for the next few days, depending on how much he rests up in between then. Currently got a maximum of 20 hit points. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you guys went through the fight, pulling off some impressive shit. Um, uh, Rin dove into the mouth of the Gloomwater King. Uh, lodging her ankles around his like lips, I guess oh, yeah. the side of his yeah the side of his mouth, uh, and diving in there and pulling Scorch out of his gullet. The Glock Water King. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Legendary action, sloppy toppy. <laughs> I'm just gonna choose to succeed. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And I believe Rin also got the, um, the final blow on him, uh, punching him through the mouth into the back of the head and basically having his head exposed. After stunning him as well. Like, you fucking I was, demolished him. Yeah, body. you did. You stunned him. Yeah. 
Um, he took that stuff. That, that like, oh, hurt him quite a bit. I'm so stuck. Wait a minute, I don't need to be stunned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was thinking about that the other day when you you're finishing blow on him. And I was like, it kind of reminded me of like, you've seen like DBZ, right? Where Freezer's like up against Goku. And Goku's like, oh, the fight's done. You're done, basically. And then Freezer's like, no, I have one more left in me. Fuck you. And he tries to like, just basically give him an out. And then Freezer's like, no, fuck you. We so have to cut that whole bit then because like, we were not sponsored by... Goku annihilates him. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's it. Dragon Ball Z, get on it. Um, I more like the progression of Rin from like a, oh, I don't really know if I want to murder people to like, fatality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mortal Kombat style. Leave him to me, boy. Grab his tongue, pulls him down, punches up through his skull. Yeah. You know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you blew his shoulder apart again after it just got healed. And I can imagine you like falling through the air, like one leg kind of like half lifted up. You know how they do. Um, and you're like, you're done, you're finished. And then he's like, fuck you, sends a tongue out towards you. And then you're just like, fine. <coughs> yeah, grab the tongue and just <clears throat> obliterate him. Let me oh, eat him. Beautiful. Yeah. Then you did, you did, you ate him. Fuck that guy, tastes uh, delicious. Yeah. You guys got some sizable loot as well. Um, I've completely forgotten what we got. What a bits. You got a magic ring. Is nice. that, you were just playing from that speaker to <coughs> the or is that Baldur's Gate playing from your own? That's not Baldur's Gate. Also, I have, also again, I have not. No, for some reason it switched to the living room speaker for some reason. Yeah, I put it on. Switched home. to porn. I've never. No, dining room. They <laughs> can watch that. Should work. Something's wrong with the uh, oh, interface on my phone. Oh, yeah, it can do. 38 windows. It's just good. sometimes. Like, because it's coming from there and there, you get like an echo. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They've yeah. signed in. <laughs> Fuck, that's alright. It's working now. I don't my credit card details. But yeah, you guys, um, you beat the fuck out of him. You absolutely waltzed through all of his little minions. I think more Drogo, who was just. Well, the Bollywogs only had like 11 hit points, so. This is an event known as the Gloomwater Genocide. Yeah, the Gloomwater Genocide, where uh, Drogo was just waltzing through them and just cutting them in half. After um, that's with violation, we actually can't call them Bollywogs anymore. <laughs> we bullied the Wogs. <laughs> bullied the Wogs. Bullied Wogs. God, that sounds slightly racist. Anyways. It sounded racist as we started. <laughs> just like. That moment where you're like, I've got nothing to hit with. Bikes though, I can bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picked him up off the ground after he got launched from the top. Shoes, But yeah, you, you guys, you guys got uh, a magic item, um, uh, the ring. Uh, you also got, I think it's like the equivalent of three and a half thousand gold pieces. Oh yes. Um, a lot of that being in platinum. Um, and yeah, after that, you guys like cooked him up. You harvested a few um, handy materials as well, stuff that you can turn. I think you harvested his tongue, which you can turn into a whip. Anything that we could grab off him, we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing left um, that Yeah, and then you proceeded to, after leaving the hole, getting back up on the surface, went Waste back to the balcony uh, of the palace where you slept the other night <clears throat> um, and cooked him up. <laughs> Um, yeah, your sat around the fire, had some nice chat. Robot friend is now wearing plus one armor as well. Oh, I haven't made That's those right. adjustments to him yet. Oh, because I imagine that I'll need to make that at the workshop, like at an actual workshop. But you just drag no, him. no, you can just you put the armor on him. on him. Yeah, like can I just give him the gun? Dressing the mannequin. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't see this is what I'm saying. Like, you're like, oh, I want to build the gun into him. I'm like, mm, sure, you, him you could just give him the gun, but then he would have to learn how to handle it. 
Oh my god. At the same time. It's Scorch, but with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And yeah, then you guys slept for the night and woke up as level seven. And that's where you are now. The sun's just come up. Well, uh, the sun's been up for a few hours now, I imagine. It's probably around sort of eight o'clock in the morning. Um, has been a fairly big night. Um, yeah. You guys are feeling still a little sore. More, uh, others more than others. God, my English. Uh, Some more than others. Some more than others, that's what I was chasing. Uh, and you've completed the final trial. Armus, his third and final trial. Now all that's left is go back to the sanctuary and claim your rewards and any other boons and bonuses that you might get for being an official member of the Iron Envoy and also an elected champion. Tight. I'm glad that they're elected champions. That sounds democratic. I misspoke. It's an erected champion. Erected champion. I've heard the eruption since she died. Weird that you'd get one then. Uh. I'm so pent up. Um, <laughs> you but yeah, <laughs> you, you guys wake up, um, like I said, it's about 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, the sky's fairly clear, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's turning to a bit of a nice day actually, there's a bit of a cool breeze in the morning, uh, you can still hear various animals and stuff like that sort of running around the ruins of Doran City, um, and yeah, what are you guys up to? Well, uh, I think I'm going. Is it right that we like? I know we're all kind of done here, but it's right we maybe spend like an extra day here, just chilling for a bit, and just. Why? <laughs> Look at me. Arms <laughs> gone. My outfit is still in tatters. Like, I look like shit still. Um, there's like bruising over the majority of my body. Uh, it's painful to breathe. Breathe. Oh, that's not good, no. What happens if I touch you here? Don't. <laughs> yeah, sure, we can... Uh, just like an extra day anyway, or something. I'll um, take it easy for the day, and then we can... Just to, just, sorry, just to note as well, if you find a way to travel where you're not having to walk, um, that will count as rest, basically. Yeah, we don't have a car or anything like that. You mentioned him sitting in the back of the car with broken Just, Just letting you know, though. No. Every single rock we've got, so like, ah! <laughs> oh, God! I'm so rested. Ah! That riding horse. Um, I'll just we'll take a day at the very least, and I can rest up. Is there a library in Doran that's not completely fully dead? Uh yes. Yeah, there's 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 a number of them that didn't get completely destroyed. Okay. Well, let's take a day. Let's do a bit of exploring. Let him rest, and then. Then yeah, we can, we, we, can fast, we can fast forward through this period. Does anyone want to do anything over a 24-hour period that you've got? Hmm. Yes. yes. I thought so. Yes, as well. <laughs> uh, what would you guys like to get up to over the next day while Scorch rests? Well, first of all, does anyone have the mending cantrip? Yes. Can you fix my outfit? Uh, yeah, if you want. Yes, please. Don't. <laughs> I don't do magic, so look away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pow! <laughs> <laughs> I used my handy dandy whatever this is. Needle and thread. Needle and thread. <laughs> Master uh, Taylor. 
Newcastle Manning, fuck you. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sitting there just sewing it back together angrily? Look, <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle Manning, fuck you. <laughs> you look away. Can you no. cast? Well, they're gonna. I guess go this way then. Can you cast? Thank you. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, does anyone want to uh, get up to anything in the next twenty-four hours? That usually takes downtime. Brewing, or you know, learning, reading. Oh, I have a book about necromancy. Do you? I have a whole book on like demons and shit that I've just been carrying with me, but we can't read. So, which one's that? Uh, it's literally called The Book of Vile Darkness. Ah, yes. Do you want to go check out the library and see if there's a book that will translate The Book of Vile Darkness? I have so much shit to play with right now. Never no. Mind. I'm overstimulated. <laughs> I'm overstimulated. Um, Carl. Hmm. Uh, I have, as a lizardman, the ability to smith things with bones. Right? Yes. As I've done multiple times. Right yeah. Uh, I also am a golem smith. And I have quite a large collection of bones right now. Would I be able to increase the size of my golem to a large golem if I were to make it out of bones? You're slowly going to bring him to life. Transformer. Oh, this is going to be a bone exoskeleton. I would say, unless it's... Is this like, oh, this is going to have to be a workshop thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, at the same time, is, is it a feature you get within your... Um, no. Within your no, class? that's why I had to ask you. He stays the same size all the way, so... Right, okay. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah? Yeah. Workshop thing, for sure. Because it, it would it would require a lot of disassembly of your droid. Uh, basically, essentially He's taking in bits him completely apart and then reassembling him back together. And there would be a lot of different things that you'd have to reorganise and redesign to make it work. So definitely a workshop thing. You have to re-imbue, like, if you want the bones to be part of it, you'd have to basically true rebuild the whole thing. What I will do though is I'll have to rebuild my golem because mm-hmm. he broke last encounter. Yep. Um, I believe he gets rebuilt over a long rest. Yes, but I've got upgrades I want to make to him, so I'll spend okay. most of the day doing that. Yeah. All right. Cool. I want to. What was the chain now? Mm-hmm. What was this plus one chain now? It's just plus one chainmail. Does that that make the AC chainmail? The chainmail was 16 plus one. Have you got your Christmas Scorcher stats? Yes, I do. Christmas Scorcher. Chainmail is normally 16 AC. So plus one chainmail. So medium armor, is your droid capable of wearing armor? Heavy? Chainmail's heavy. Oh, sorry, I was thinking... Chain shirt. Chain shirt's medium. Yeah. Chain mail's disadvantage on stealth. Yeah. Stealth checks. Uh, chain mail's heavy. Uh, AC sixteen. You need a minimum minimum strength for thirteen to use it. He's got the strength requirement to yep. use it. Uh, and then so the plus one magical enchantment will bring it to seventeen. Uh, does he have proficiency in? He does not. He is a golem. Okay. Does it so. say anything about them being able to wear armor or wield to, like uh, weapons? Uh. No, it does not. But artificers, artificers are there to break the rules. Yeah, exactly. All right, um, cool. So, so the way in I was ter- yeah, in terms of that, then it's not as simple as him just putting on. I guess you would have to integrate it. Yeah. Okay. Don't I mean, integrate it too hard because I'm gonna need it back once I hand over this. Plus three. Integrate the shell. So, 
more just like a can you hold on to this for me kind of vibe. Already blowtorch out like welding in place. <laughs> Hang on, no, no, turn him into. Um, Do you want this back? Fallout power armor, so I can just step into him, into your golem. Just... <laughs> yes, wearing like a mech suit. Before yeah. I start, like actually welding this to the golem, um, are you gonna need this specific one back? Until I find another plus one thing of armor, yeah. Also, being an artificer, you would know that it's not gonna be recoverable. Oh, it's a magical item as well, so it's 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 the transference, like sort of applicating the armor to your droid is going to be more difficult than say like just regular old armor. You yeah. know what I mean? Does the golem have to attune? No, attunement? I mean armor like that doesn't require an attunement slot. Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay. Well, I guess if I'm not putting the armor on him, uh, am I likely to find plus one armor again at like a random store for, that I can just buy? Where did you get it from? The orcs. Oh, it may have been the orcs. I think it was the orcs, wasn't it? Like the armor. I don't think I don't remember buying it. Magical items on this side of the continent can be hard to come by. Um, You know, if you were going to if you were to go to a place like Paragon or um, Isle of Boar, that's only way to on that side. Um, Yeah, no problems at all. Um, If you were actually, where are we? Oh, that's Paragon up there on the. North? Yeah, north northwest, sorry. Side of so if you were to, if you were to go to Paragon, you guys would find magical items for days. Being sold and distributed. Right. Install it and then I'll worry about it later. But at the same time you've also still got Sturox uh, shops which sell items that replicate sort of magical abilities as well. So cool. you know. Uh, okay, nuts. I'm going to integrate it into Christmas Scorch. Okay. But I have all of these orc bones that I'm also going to integrate into it. Uh, just decorative. Okay. So by the end of it, it looks like Christmas Scorch. If Christmas Scorch was now like fiendish. Fiendish. You know I'm what I'm thinking? Fiendish. You know what I'm thinking of? That Yu-Gi-Oh monster. That one, oh, that one guy from Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, part of green? No, no, no. What? The Dark Magician. No. The Rainbow. skeleton, uh, I think oh, Joey, Joey oh, uses it. No, I know what you're talking about. No, the yeah, skeleton attack force. He yes. attacks with thunder. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's scary as fuck. Thunder. Uh, yes, yeah, so he's just now just adorned with some yeah. bones and shit everywhere, and that's what I've been doing all day. Okay, cool. Uh, does he still resemble Scorch? Uh, yes, yes, he does. Okay. Also, like more terrifying now. The face is still Scorch. Face is still Scorch. Uh, and also, I want to like because he's. Force and power around on one hand. Yeah. I want to integrate the gun built into the arm on the other hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, no worries. You should be able to do that with the tools on hand. Uh, give me a tinkering check for that one. What is tinkering? Uh, it's, it's, it's an intelligence check, isn't it? With your mm. proficiency. Okay. Seventeen plus seven. Twenty-five. Jesus. Yeah. Twenty-four. No worries. Yeah, you managed to integrate uh, the gun into his hand. Uh, No problems whatsoever, right? 
Uh, which gun is this, by the way? So, when Drive-Thru had one originally, yeah, and then we found the Fiendish pistol, uh, Okay. so we took that gun off Drive-Thru and gave her the Fiendish pistol, and so yeah, now yeah. I have the other gun. The other gun. So, this is Captain Flynn's pistol, I believe? No. Yes. Not, no, it was not the... Captain Flynn's, the dead captain. Yes, I yeah. know you're talking about. The Murgo, the Murgo Flint pistol. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I can can that. Look at time. I'm the captain, though. Okay, Simple so times. You, yeah, you managed to install it. Um... Well enough uh, that it, it's properly affixed and uh, perfectly aligned, uh, but not only with that alignment you install, like this sort of targeting system within the droid itself. So the iron golem is now immediately effective with That's firearms, proficient. proficient in firearms. Still <laughs> like a red dot sight. Uh, but you still have to load, uh, like reload the gun and stuff like that. Like you, you're not. I have to have... reload it for him, or no, no, no. He has to reload. Okay. Weapon. Yep. Yeah. So good. He still has to spend like an action reloading. Also, if you roll a one, like misfire the gun, fuck up your droid, <laughs> blow its head off. <laughs> um, no, I think I'll I'll play around with the infusions tomorrow and see if maybe I can get it to auto reload. Auto reload? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go for like the B two blast droid. <laughs> Droidica. He's slowly but surely becoming a droidica. Yeah, those wrist rockets. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my day. All right, that cool. is on our side. Uh, is no. anyone else doing anything over the 24 hour period? Yes. Are yes. you going to do something? No, I've got my clothes fixed, I'm all good. Okay. That was the thing I wanted. <clears throat> um, I'm almost going to take some time in the morning just quickly to sneak away from somewhere. Maybe tell everyone I'm going on patrol or whatever. Um, take his magic wife water out. Yeah. Find a pot pan or whatever. Or if not, just take his helmet off and pour in the helmet. Um, look into the water. What do I see? You... Swimming looking. <laughs> 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 you look into uh, the water and as it settles within your helmet, um, it's kind of like muddled and dark and it doesn't seem to be a clear picture at first, uh, but then you start to see some figures forming. And this time you don't see your wife. You see yourself standing in front of a stone, large stone table. Um, it's more like a box kind of of stone. Um, it's it's not really like a table with legs or anything. It's just full stone. Um, on that stone as well is laying all five pieces of Aristotle's armor. Great. So it's just me standing? So far, yes. Hmm. Does it look like it's just like a big stone tablet or there's like, it's a coffin with someone inside? No, it's not. It's, it's literally like, imagine the table we're sitting at, but it's stone all the way through. Like there's no underneath it or anything. Whoops. Um, and yeah, on that, is yeah the helmet, the breastplate, both leg pieces and both um, wrist pieces. Wow. Cool. Okay. Armas was expecting to obviously see his wife again, so he was even though she's not you know, there because <clears throat> he's a bit mad. He was uh, gonna like show off the fact that he's got the breastplate, like yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. 
So that's I guess that's a good good sign, right? It means I can get it all, maybe. So um, very carefully pours the magic white water back into the vial that I had it in. Yeah. Shakes the helmet out a little bit and puts it back on and then heads back towards the group. Ah, <clears throat> uh, no worries. Cool. What is everyone else up to? Everybody else look at that water, see if something's changed. Put Carl on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be regretting having that campaign, right? Like, uh, not really. Back it's it's interesting to play with. Okay. I was like, much. as you guys take as you as you guys take different actions, things change within your futures. Mm. You know what I mean? So, what the fuck water is this? <gasps> Magic white water. Oh. He's never looked into it. Drogo has it. <clears throat> oh, somebody give him this. <sighs> He'll drink one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the point. Uh, Drogo, I've got we've all um, before you came along when we were with. Um, this guy named Bron, who you met, I think, briefly, we encountered a, uh, a magic uh, water source that, well, when you look into it, it shows everybody their past, present, death, friends, parties, whatever. Horrifying. Yes. And so we've all done it, we've all had different experiences, but we've only just realized that you've never had the chance. So, uh, or find like a, a pot or whatever nearby, pour it in, and then, um, now, don't drink this. It's very rare and important. Now, hand it over. So just concentrate really hard, look into the water, and uh, if you want, tell us what you see. Okay. I'll look into the water. <clears throat> you look into the water, <laughs> and again, <laughs> it starts to settle, and the water goes black. And out of the out of the blackness, you see something red coming towards sort of the surface of the water before it clarifies and you see a hand holding a red beating heart dripping with blood. At the same time, you start hearing whispers in your mind. The hand then all of a sudden closes squishing and piercing the heart before disappearing into the darkness once again. A hand, I imagine, right? Yes. Before disappearing into the darkness, along with the whispers, you're now hearing chanting and the beating of drums before you see these two red eyes appear in the darkness. No face, just the eyes. Creepy. So, uh, anything good? No. Okay. Okay, that's happening yeah, to some back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take the water and I'll pour it back in the, pour it back in the thing. Do you look um, visibly shaken up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 There's not a whole lot that gets stronger, like, actually, like, full on, like. <laughs> it's gone from green to white. <laughs> Scuttles back to his golem and sticks the heart inside of it and locks the fucking case. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, time for a little bit of breakfast. In the future, uh, don't you don't have to include me on the spooky water. Okay. I mean, next time you look at it, it might be different. It was for me. Oh. Is it like a time thing? or I'm not sure how it works. We killed everyone who was guarding it, so we couldn't ask any questions. And what happens if you drink it? You pee it Imagine out. Imagine you pee it out and you see a yellow version of whatever you 
Don't look at before you drink it. Remember dry food drinkers? His dry food was actually oh, regular. I forgot to look. It was completely regular and normal <laughs> until he drank that water. I see. <laughs> I see. Um, nice. No, saw a hand crush my heart and drag it back into the darkness. And then two red eyes looking back at me. I swear I've seen them before. Wow. <laughs> That's horrifying. That's terrifying. Ooh. Yeah, man, water's got some bad juju. It's like, get back on like a makeshift skateboard and slide underneath my golem. <laughs> 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 yeah, totally, bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Like a mechanics roll. Yeah. <laughs> Back under the car. <laughs> shirt off, ramming your belt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That cigar that never unlights in his mouth. <laughs> uh, Rin, Ash, is there anything you guys wanted to do over 24 of you? Uh, no, I'm just chilling. You're just, just hanging out? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go find Scorch and see about this companion coven thing. Okay. What does it do exactly? So, I have to perform a ritual to form a coven bond uh, so that we can share each other's pool of magic. Pool of magic. Pool. Okay, so you go and find Scorch. Scorch is currently still resting in bed. Um, <laughs> Tough. So You're in your coven. You gotta fucking deal with the cringe. That's it. You got. You got to role play. It. Um, you, you you go and find Scorch, and he's he's in one of these um, one of the beds that are still sort of put together, um, and just sort of resting up. What do you say to him? So does it hurt when I touch you here? <laughs> and I poke one of the bruises. Imagine it's not like how you wake him up. It's sort of like, heads are hurt when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> ah! What you doing? I was sleeping. Uh, what's up? Um, I was wondering, did you... Oh. I physically make that sound in front of you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so People want to be right my as well. <laughs> 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 Do you want to share a pool of magic? Do you want to what? Do you, do you want to share a pool of magic? Share a pool of magic? Mm-hmm. Like a liberal pool or what's... I mean, I don't know, a metaphorical pool? I... Cool, I, I guess, sure. Cool. Um, it's from a mile away. That's good! <laughs> <laughs> you guys like touch wands now or...? <laughs> touch tips. Tips. <laughs> What does it entail? So basically, we just have to sit here for an hour. And do what? And meditate. Why look at me like I know what to do? You might actually have to learn how to form a cotton. It doesn't doesn't say. Well, fucking make it up. Okay, well, we just have to sit here. And stare into each other's eyes for an hour. For an hour? For an hour. Okay, but while there is a giant five-pointed star drawn around us. Okay. And black candles. Uh, Groovy? It's going to look really creepy to every other person in our vicinity. But what that means is we can... 
I guess if you ever get kidnapped again, you can tell me where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can share that metaphorical pool of magic. Okay. Alright. Yeah, cool. Let's light some candles. You guys. Alright. But if you're gonna sit there for an hour and look into my eyes, you're gonna promise you won't fall in love with me. It's called soul gazing. Well, you guys. Draw a five pointer star um, on the ground, and you surround yourselves uh, with these black candles. Uh, You surround each other individually, so there's a circle around Ash and there's a circle around Scorch. You guys sit there and you're looking at each other and you're sort of concentrating on that well of magic that you sort of call upon when you're casting your spells. Pool. Pool. Pool of magic. And you concentrate on it, drawing upon it like you're about to cast a spell, but not actually refining it into any particular spell. And as you do, you see the flames, the purple flames from these black candles start to sort of um, grow and shrink as you guys sort of think and um, meditate on sort of your powers uh, within you. And as you do, eventually, after about an hour of going back and forth, you see the flames reach up above the candles, uh, above the both of you, and then start to mix in the air between you. As the purple flames sort of commingle in the air above your heads before changing colours, one into blue, one into red, before dancing back to a purple and then a white and then the flames disappear and the candles return to normal. You figure the ritual's complete. How do we feel? It's like you have a whole new level of empathy towards Ash in terms of Gross. how she's... <laughs> just constant puns in the back of my mind. <laughs> no, it's more just in terms of her energy levels. You're just super hyper aware of them now and it's the same thing with Scorch you can tell you're really tired <laughs> exactly exactly how spent he is and you know somewhere in the depths of your mind that if he is feeling low then you know should you need to you could probably give some of your energy to him lend him some of the magic what reserves in coming, your pool Emotionally, but physically, I can't make you feel any better. Jump in. You might. Like, I can't. You better as well feel. I've got now fourth level spells. Scorch is a fucking. Like, I'm a little battery of arcane power. (laughs) I. Did we grab anything flammable, by the way? I don't know, did you? Um, So. I'm going to be right past this. We're going to feet of each other. There was that um, alchemist fire, but it blew up when it got melted with the acid. The next upgrade I want to make to the golem is my arm is a gun and the other arm is like sprayable alchemist fire. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's like one of those battle bots. I am Scorch. (laughs) (laughs) About um incendiary rounds that explode <laughs> into Arkham's fire. It's a big cannon that pops out of the bag. It's like blast, mega blast yeah. toys. Just <laughs> <laughs> are you focusing on leveling up your pulse levels or are you... Yeah. 
You'd like dip your toe into cloud cleric and you're like level. Purely for armor. Um, <laughs> efficiency. Be my champion. Alright, <laughs> sure. No worries. Do any of us see this happening? Well, this is uh, in the room yeah, I was set up to rest in. So. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are all off sort of doing your own individual. Oh, cool. So Ash disappears in my room for an hour. Go, open it up. Over there. Come back and so you're all empathetic and <laughs> yeah. each other's feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, you guys are sort of off doing your own things when this is happening. Um, uh, Drogo, by the way, you're um, affixing the gun to him and sort of the targeting system and all the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> it there's going to be a 30 gold cost to that in terms of like consumable materials and stuff like that that you've used. Uh, I am just to... taking things from the bag of holding. If I need them, I take them. Yeah, but tinkering generally will have a gold cost. I yeah, there's I a party gold that he's probably cycling from. Yeah, no, I don't have money on me. Oh, right. So you, okay, <laughs> so any gold costs involved, you're just taking from the I'm party. literally just taking bits of Okay, cool. Well, can someone mark mind, down 30 gold? Ah, keep your own gold. Drogo, the communist. Our gold. No. Comrade. So are they holding hands when they come back into the group or not? No. No, they won't. No. <laughs> can you make eye contact with me after an hour looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, nah, I don't fucking. One of the mechanics of the spell should be that you have to hold hands for like the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you guys just don't want to look at each other and you've spent an hour with each other in a room by yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I just lean over to Rin. Um, are you picking up what I'm picking up with those two? Uh, mm. Who am I talking to? No, you're not. <laughs> uh, Do you need help picking, lifting something? Hmm. Never, oh, those guys. Never mind. Yeah. Scotch. Yeah. I'll lift something for you. Mama says, uh, you need me to no, carry no, no, something? No. Uh, do you need help carrying things, Scotch? Yes. Mm. Alright, well, we'll go give him a hand. Okay, come What me. was that, Drogo? And I'll walk over towards Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Alrighty, so you guys, uh, finished, um, tinkering, you finished... Bonding. Bonding. <laughs> Uh, commuting, <laughs> trying to, looking into the water, seeing your futures, or whatever you're seeing. And they were both witches. <laughs> uh, and they were Come back together for the, for the evening as the sun starts to set. Um, is there anything particularly you guys are doing for the evening, or just so chilling out? How many stages, like, obviously, I've got... <clears throat> Three. Yeah. Yeah, but... How many do you get for resting a full day? Sorry, what? Like, so I've got... The eight hour segments. Each eight hour okay. segment brings you up so another portion of health. Yeah. I only have so three segments left, so if I spend the full day resting... You're back up to full health. Cool. Easy. Cool. So, after the second segment, like, before, uh, like, sunset, I guess? Um, so before sunset, it's 16, 16 hours, so okay. it would have been, um, uh, a little bit less, but technicalities, who cares? Yeah. Uh, so it would have been another, yeah, so two segments, so another 20 hit points on top, so you'd be at, back up to 40 by the evening. Cool. Um, so before sunset, I want to track down, uh, Ren. Let me just update this real quick. Ren, are you busy? Nope. Nope. Can I for a sec? Sure. I'm gonna lead Rin out to uh, the balcony. Sure. I'm gonna fuck him now. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for you know saving my ass the other day. Um, from what I hear, you've 
leapt into action and uh, just all around badass. So thank you, I appreciate it. Um, and I wanted to you know, share something with you uh, as like a little thank you gift, I suppose. Well, Scorch, you're my friend, and I didn't hesitate. You didn't. I didn't want you to get eaten by a frog. I know that you're terrified of frogs. <laughs> Canonically, yes, I'm terrified of frogs. Um, can I have your hands? Sure. Okay. Trust me? I do. Fantastic. Alright, close your eyes. Mm. Uh, and I'm okay. going to... Boop. Upcast into level 4 a fly spell. Target <laughs> both of us. Uh, so you feel a tingling of warmth emanate through your hands. That travels through your body and like kind of pulls around your back. Uh, and like, alright, open your eyes. Uh, and you see on your back there is a big old pair of red dragon wings. Whoa. You want to join me for a while? <laughs> I'll try. Just trust your instincts, you'll be fine. Okay. Um, copy you. I'll lead you off into the sky. Scorch can show you the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then for the hour, we have uh, before sunset, we can have a little fly around the city. <clears throat> this is extremely cool. Yeah. This is my happy place. Uh, it's much colder up here than I was expecting. Don't really feel the cold too much, but yeah. Uh, go fast. Can you do any cool tricks? Got loop dollars. Really dollars. And yeah, so yeah, <laughs> for the next hour we'll uh, fly around and have some fun. As the spell is ending, I'm gonna try and like sneak up on someone and like fly past like really really close just just a low flyby yeah like. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we have 60 feet of movement speed uh which you can dash to 120 awesome. so you can zoom past someone and spook shell can you bonus action dash as well yep simple. yeah so that's so if, you, if you wanted to you can go real quick you can go 180 feet per round that's booking man that's booking <laughs> that is very very cool so yeah you see um Amos? Um, walking around, uh, coming back essentially, um, from where he was, um, wherever he was, and <laughs> he's just walking through the street, sort of whistling to himself, um, before you just nosedive and head straight towards the ground, and like, just as you get to about five, ten feet above the ground, you pull up right hard and level out with the ground and I rush got past him. Like, heavy, like, <laughs> yeah. the wings. Yeah. You got a bunch of dust. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you zoom past Armus at a million miles an hour and uh, leaving just, like, a huge trail of dust as well um, because there's a lot of dirt and debris and dust just sitting around these ruined cities. So as you're just booking it through these streets, you're just kicking up all this dust and just leaving a massive trail. Armus, give me, give me a uh, perception check, actually. One doesn't notice. Not 20. <laughs> Was it actually... <laughs> You zoom past Armus at a million miles an hour thinking like, fuck yeah, I'm going to scare the shit out of this boy. Uh, but he's already clocked you guys flying around, right? And um, he's kind of just keeping sort of, you know, 
a wandering eye on what you guys are up to while you're doing it. And he's walking through the streets, casually whistling to himself, and he can hear you coming. And so you book past him, expecting him to fall over, basically, and just absolutely shit himself. But not even a muscle moves, not even a flinch, nothing. He just keeps on whistling, casually, cool and calm. Oh, cool. Cool. So you guys, yeah, spend the better part of an hour during uh, as the sun starts to set. Um, so it's it's quite beautiful. Um, I'm sure, I had the wings. Yeah, there's some clouds starting to roll in as well. So you know, there's there's a couple of low lying clouds that you guys fly through and and tumble through and have fun with. Um, and yeah, the sun sets. The sunset itself is, is gorgeous with those clouds that have just come in. Um, you fly around, you have your fun, you do your loop-to-loops and flybys. Uh, before you start getting that familiar sensation that the spell is about to wear off and you guys both come back towards the ground. As we're, mm, as we're like mid-flight, I guess, if we're just like cruising, I'll say, <clears throat> uh, I've been thinking a lot about what happened in there. And there's something that is still troubling me. We tried to do the right thing and let that one guy live. And it turned out really badly. You mean that orc? Mm. We did... That was supposed to be the good thing. And he didn't do the good thing. Well, that reflects on him and not on you. You did the right thing. Gave him his life and he threw it away. But you did the right thing, made the right call. But if we didn't even try and let him live, maybe we wouldn't have got in that fight at all. It might have been easier to just kill them all. It's just confusing. I mean, I can't say I've got all the answers. Uh, I'm still figuring it all out myself. But, you know, just do whatever you think is right. Whether you think you need to finish him off or let him live. It's a gut call you make in the moment. I thought doing the right thing was always the easy, going to be the easy thing to do. But we just keep getting into trouble. I mean, travel's not so bad. We're all still alive. Just. Barely. Yeah, barely, but... You were living. suffocated inside of a giant frog. How do you look enough me? I also almost died. Did you? Were you actually close? Yeah, it was close, yeah. One hit point, I think. We can handle things. <clears throat> Just enjoy the little things while you can. This is a pretty cool thing. I wouldn't say this is a little thing, though. It's pretty fucking good. You get to do this all the time. Not all the time, but... This is... I've quickly found... Uh, this is my happy place. This is where every time I'm in the air... It feels right. It feels pretty good. I want to karate chop someone while I'm up here. You have, like, five minutes. So, make it quick. 
Where's the golem? While you guys are flying around, uh, whistling to himself in the courtyard where he's been working all day, mm. is Drogo, and he's taken that bag of rusty swords and a bunch of other stuff with a bag of holding, and he's built this weird makeshift lightning conductor uh, that he has mounted just above the golem. Oh my God. Uh, and he grabs the crossbow and he whacks a lightning lure into the machine and powers the golem up, screaming, it's alive! As it comes to life, gun and all. <laughs> I'm going to kamikaze bomb the golem. <laughs> you got to kamikaze bomb the golem? Take its head off. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, spiralling... Um... Torpedo and at the end pull up and just like two feet a kick to the chair. Like just just a, a missile drop kick from yeah. 200 feet away. Give me an attack roll at advantage. I'm watching you build the goblin. Yeah, no, I, I have no Natural idea. 19. He's Natural 19. He's yeah. taking hours out of his day to build this thing. Roll damage. What would that be? Just fucking launch it across the courtyard. <laughs> Off a cliff. <laughs> Just normal <laughs> unarmed attack? Yeah. Tunnels. Goodbye. Um, you know how we're talking about the right thing to do? Uh, <laughs> seven points of damage. Seven points of damage? No worries. Yeah. So, interestingly, the golem cannot be surprised. Oh, really? <laughs> You I can be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like, catch something on, turn around, pick up something else, turn back, and it's just gone. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> I don't remember building this footprint. <laughs> uh, but as you fly in to do the kick, the golem turns to look at you. <laughs> just lets it happen. <laughs> it starts. It's just not quick enough to start. <laughs> it is what? quick enough to do one of these. <laughs> Put the tents up to protect the face. Wait, please, no! Rin, what are you doing? Rin coming! Trevor <laughs> 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 turns around, sees you, sees the golem on its ass. <laughs> And just start swearing into a conic fucking well, that's it. It's only it's it's a mending cantrip to heal him back up, basically. So it's just a mending cantrip. <laughs> Fuck you! Grab the hammer. It's <laughs> 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 custom magic. <laughs> I'll put my hand on Drogo's shoulder and say, "You have to admit that was awesome." Stuck the landing. Well done. <laughs> you should go. And have him give him some space. Cool. So, just <laughs> <laughs> you guys pack in for the night. Uh, you'll find a nice spot um, inside one of the buildings, or probably save the same palace. <laughs> okay. Uh, you notice the weather starting to turn with those clouds sort of rolling in. Um, you can sort of see uh, with the last bit of light. You can see rain off in the distance um, and distant sort of rumblings as well. So. Um, I mean, you guys can stay outside, but yeah, be in for a pretty rough night if you do. No, in the palace. It, within the palace? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, as I understood, when you stayed on the palace, you stayed up on the balcony. 
Yeah, we're not gonna stay on the balcony. No, okay, cool. And but, so rooms. back in Let's the palace. Go. Yeah. Alright, cool. So you guys dibs on the main guys. Rest in there all day. Um, so yeah, back in the palace. What? Where do you think Scorch would rest to heal up? I thought you would have been in one of those like smashed sweaty. up libraries or something like that. But yeah, that makes more sense. And a big comfortable bed. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. smashed up library. Smashed up library. Yeah. Scorch is at home and watch a big pile of books. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are all inside the palace then, as you sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, you lie down for the night. Um, as you do, it's it's about an hour into sort of getting settled in as you start to notice the sound of rain um, and maybe another half hour max after that that you hear like um, or you not only hear the lightning uh, or the thunder but you see like flashes of lightning happening outside um, Fuck. Just the lightning as well. oh shit I just put the lightning rod I didn't take it did. down <laughs> well he's inside though so. I don't know but it's still in the courtyard <laughs> The lightning rod is in the courtyard. I yeah. thought you put it on the druid itself. No, no, uh, I built it out of fucking rusty swords. And then oh, right. Okay. To charge it up. Okay, so it's still in the courtyard. Yeah, yeah. I guess it'll be. On the you, guys, <laughs> you guys are getting one hell of a show. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's loud as fuck, too. Do you actually, because um, he took seven hit points of damage rather than mending cantrip, I'm going to try and recharge him. <laughs> Out in the lightning. <laughs> you don't get better than true lightning. Take it straight from the source. That's right. I can only do so much. You know, though, if you get struck, it's going to be actual damage. Pardon? This is not like a controlled light, like electricity, source of electricity that you're using to, like, you know, build him back up. This is, this is lightning damage millions of volts <laughs> in a split second. You're right, I don't think the rusty swords that I used to build this lightning rod could probably take it. We <laughs> get one good zap and the whole thing just goes... <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Like, uh, yeah, I imagine it's not too long at all before that lightning rod just explodes apart. Um, sending Anyone who's walking past the corridor like that, just shrapnel everywhere. Just shards of molten metal I just had the best out. idea for a bomb and I start writing shit down. <laughs> Cool. It's where she comes at the best times. As, as the night goes on, um, that storm gets pretty intense. Uh, it, the lightning gets pretty... Um, uh, sort of happens more and more often. Uh, the frequency um, sort of intensifies as the night goes on before eventually sort of easing off and the, the worst of the storm passes. Um, you guys wake up. It's now overcast. Everything's sort of wet and damp and dreary and the smell of all the old wood and stone and moss and the vines that surround this place are just amplified from um, the sort of the heightened moisture content of, of the land around you. But other than that, you guys wake up, you see a few more scorch marks around the place as lightning has struck various buildings uh, within the ruined city. And you see shards of molten, once was once molten um, shrapnel uh, from the um, lightning rod that you built. <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys pack up, you get ready, Scorch, you're back to full health now. Hell yeah. And you head off. Where are you guys going? Alright, so I take it we're going back to the Arlington Woods to drop off the mm. breastplate. Is that what you want to do, Alice? Yeah, we should drop that off first and see what um, see what happens next. I mean, this is the third and final trial, so hopefully I am 
you know, they accept it and I'm part of the gang. I think maybe we stop by the city that we passed and grab a spare set of plate so that you're not without armor. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Veritas Nimbre. Capital. Yes, the capital. I think we have to go through the woods to get back your armor. No, because then there'll be days where he doesn't have it. And that's the day we get jumped. (laughs) No, I mean, like, they might let you keep it. Probably not. We also don't they know. They might give you something to wear instead. That's a good point. Well, if you give them the helmet and then you keep the breastplate. Mm. Um, <laughs> no. If you're heading to the. Actually, yeah, no, it kind of end up the same, wouldn't it? He's him, bro. On the road again? But yeah, basically, be back to Silverwood, cross the Gulf. And then stop by Veritas Mimbro to, and then into the other woods. And then I think once we always there, go through Venturas, we should go back to the uh, Twin Sister Peaks. Back That's to Mount Uh Back to uh, Clixie. Yeah. Oh, if we are going back to her, we should or him. I'm not too sure. We should uh, definitely bring some food, snacks. some snacks for. for I'm sure, them. something will attack us on the way. Hopefully. Oh, we've got all this like dried meats and stuff here as well. Like uh, left over from the orcs. Yeah, but do, you, yeah. do we want to drag it the whole way there? Well, we'll see. Well, I'll stock up on that. Uh, so I just got shit to eat on the way back, but I'll carry as much as I can. Maybe they'll like lard. Do spiders like lard? We've got so much lard. liquefy the insides of their prey and then drink it. Actually, they drink the blood. Oh, clicks would love lard. No, I'm not going to carry jobs. Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll go hunting before we enter the uh, yeah. peaks. But I would like to go back there. Mm. Cool. So you guys start making your way back to Silverwood then? Yeah. No worries. Uh, can I get a just a general survival check from everyone? See how you guys go over the few days it takes. Um, survival. Where's... <laughs> Cool, that's pretty cool. Thirteen. Not bad at all. What is my other? Survival. Learning to survive in the outback. Twelve. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. I got a twelve. Alright, so, sorry, what did everyone roll? Uh, Ash? 24. 12. 13. 17. 19. Alright, cool, you guys all rolled fairly well. Um, yeah, you guys don't really have any issues. You've been up and down this track three times now. Um, oh my god, what happened to the grove? <laughs> getting to that. As, uh... Yeah, well, that's it. You guys are walking back past the grove and what was once a grove full of um, trees and saplings and, and uh, you know, a small, beautiful forest, basically, uh, completely burnt to the ground. What the hell happened here? It's one hell of a lightning storm. Hmm. Inside. <laughs> 
Or are you trying to hide the fact that you're utterly lying? Well, he's not lying. He was. I haven't done it. Yeah, well, I haven't lied yet. <laughs> but, like, Just as the out. only person who's answered, what does your face look like? Like a crocodile. Green. <laughs> like a lizard. Yeah, I'm a bit drool. Um, it's not a bad thing, right? Oftentimes you'll find that ecosystems like this will burn and then be replaced with more palatable creatures. When you and as soon as he, as soon as I said, what's what happened here? How quickly do you respond? It was a bad storm. Pretty quickly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I insight check to see what he's on? Yeah. Go on. Uh, roll a deception or persuasion. Maybe deception, but yeah. Ooh, not great. You'll know, so. 14. Six. What am I looking at? You might at? get away with this, Inside. actually. Inside. Oh, she's got high wisdom, though. Why am I... But it's not oh, eight. No, it's not. Six plus five is 11. Yeah. You believe him. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> do to do uh, can I get a wisdom saving throw from Rin, please? Have I had to do one of these before? At some point, probably. I think, yeah. Was it cocked? It's not flat. <laughs> Look, it's up against the glass. Oh, by a millimeter. That's definitely what you rolled. <laughs> What'd you roll? Um, a two. Oh, okay. Plus a uh, saving throw, did you say? Yes. That does six. Within, are you within ten feet of me? What's that? Because you get a plus four. D4 or just plus four? Just four. Okay, it's not going to matter. Ten. ten. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I think I failed kill. the last one. Okay. You die. You don't notice anything. Yeah. Uh, as you guys are continue on walking sort of past the grove, um, and... Uh, a lot of it that's sort of burnt through, just the skeleton of trees that are left, all the foliage and stuff burnt away. Uh, what's your natural perception? Uh, 20? It's 20, in it? 20. Yeah, you notice uh, a female humanoid, you're not sure of the race or anything from this distance, but you notice uh, a female kneeling next to one of the burnt down trees and seemingly quietly sort of sobbing. She's probably about a hundred feet away. Um, guys, there's someone crying by the trees. And I start to walk towards her. You seem like you'd be good in this situation. I'm terrible with feelings. It's so pathetic now. It's good like, practice. As someone who actively hated that tree in, I'm gonna stand back for this one. I mean, maybe, you know, they're crying and they don't want anyone to come disturb them while they're clearly going through some stuff. How far away are we? Uh, so you guys are sort of walking past the grove mm -hmm. um, and she's sort of on the edge of the grove. She's about a hundred feet away from you guys. Um, she's on the edge of the grove leaning up again, not leaning up, leaning, sort of kneeling down towards one of the trees uh, with one hand sort of on on the, the bark itself uh, with her head down resting against the tree too um, and it kind of sounds like she's quietly sobbing. Is there a way, like are we going to directly pass her to try and get to where we're going? It's, no, so you're sort of passing parallel to her 
um, so you, you don't have to walk past her. You guys aren't walking through the grove. Um, there's no need to, you know, so you're just Rin walking around. will it. yell. Hey, crying girl. Do you want privacy or do you need help? Uh, with your voice, she kind of like lifts her head up in a bit of a fright. Um, and she kind of snivels a little bit and goes, Oh no, it's, it's okay. Just want to be alone. What's that? I'll, I'll talk to the trees. The, the tree that I'm nearest next to. The dead ones? The dead ones. Oh, they're all dead. Any green? Nope. Hmm. Uh, what, what happened here? I don't know. These trees were my friends. Oh, jeez, we're going to them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can talk to trees too? You can talk to trees as well? Yeah. Oh, shit. I used to talk to these trees all the time. I've had a few conversations in here. They were such good storytellers. And now... We got the same trees. Now they're gone. Let's walk closer. Are you okay? Um. Inch closer. <laughs> Does she look? As as okay. So you guys approaching? Yeah. As you guys approach, um, she's got this kind of like wild, sort of scraggly brown hair. Um, that sort of comes down past her shoulders. Um, she looks about 11 to 12 years old. Um, and... <laughs> what? Too old. <laughs> Stop it. Only babies. It's killing, not... Yeah, yeah, to specify it's killing. <laughs> Draw a sword. Yeah. Yeah, not, not that sword. Go I'm going to zip your pants back up. Uh, that's, that's, not funny. Funny. that's not funny at all. I was insinuating I was going to kill this woman. Okay, it's inherently funnier in like yeah. a single sentence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, 11, 12 years old. Um, Arms is not pedophile. <laughs> okay, we move past the breeder. <laughs> as you move in, uh, yeah, you notice like her clothes are dirty but not well worn. Like they're not sort of um, they're like they don't look like she's lost. You know what I mean? And living without a home, but. Um, you can tell she's definitely the kind of girl who loves to be outdoors and gets out and about a lot. Um, yeah, she's got these sort of like frazzled brown hair with these deep brown eyes as well. Um, sort of pale skin, uh, with like smudges and dirt marks on them. Um, as you approach, she kind of like sort of puts her back up against the tree and goes, do you know what happened here? I'll walk over to her and I won't like bend down, like I won't crouch down to her level. I'll like stand and like lean in. <laughs> Probably worse. <laughs> just out the hips, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're quite small. You're quite big. Yes, which is why it's fine for me to be out here. Why are you out here alone? I like, I, I, I don't have a lot of friends at home, so I, I come out here and I like to talk to the trees and I, you also talk to trees? I've never, I, I try to tell people that I can talk to trees, but then I just mm. get bullied. 
plants, Made animals, insects. I talk to them all the time. That's amazing. I can only talk to trees. It only seems to be these trees and now they're gone. Well, these trees could talk. Y yes. They could talk to me. Drogo, all trees can talk. I could talk to them and... No, I'd just sit here for hours and, and talk to the, the young ones and the old ones and... Hmm. You Is your family closest to here? Um, so you need a new hobby. Mm. About an hour's walk. Walked an hour into the woods? On those tiny legs. Hmm. I mean... Silverwood? No, not, no, that's, that's more than an hour from here. Is it? Um, yeah. Yeah, Silverwood's still like half day's walk from here. Okay. Cast, Maybe we should get him back to your parents, buddy. It's not. What's your name? Uh, my name's. Let me double check. My name's. Slim Shady. <laughs> Jasmine. Hmm. Um. I just don't know what to do. Like, all these other groves here seem fine. I don't. The trees were so careful about fire, and I just don't know why only this one burned down, the one with my friends in it. Hmm. Well, well, it was quite a big thunderstorm the other night. Maybe that's what to do it. I mean, yeah, but hundreds of years they've been here. That's what they told me. Fire isn't the end for a forest like this. It enriches well, the soil. Yeah, I can already feel them doing things, so, you know, even now, oh, so she turns not, around, not all dead. she turns around and she bends down <laughs> and she, we need to go, <laughs> we need to go right now. You watch as she brushes away a bit of the soot and with her hand as well, she kind of makes this little motion and you see a very small single leaf sapling pop out of the ground. Oh, so you, uh, you know magic? I am just really good at gardening. Hmm. Mm. She looks guilty as fuck when she says that. Yeah, okay, man. I also don't know magic. I'll cast Can light on my helmet. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, you know magic? <laughs> I, I guess Bro, so. Are you all time? magical people? Um, I'm not. Not me. No. Oh, those are big muscles. <laughs> but you can talk to trees. Yeah, that's not magic. That's not fair. You get big muscles and you get to talk to trees. That's pretty cool. Well, eat your bread. Eat lots of meat and you'll uh, you'll get strong like her. Are you vegetarian? Hmm? you vegetarian? Yeah, her friends are vegetables. You don't want her to eat her friends, <laughs> do we? And I'll turn the light off in the helmet because it is blinding. Are you sad? It comes out on the inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well... Magic too. I'll point to Scorch. This is my very good friend, Scorch. And he knows all about having a sad, lonely childhood. He wow. was a magic childhood. He could probably give you some advice. Were you bullied too? Constantly in this group. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... I like your horns, mister. Thank you. You're alright, kid. Thank you. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I I can also do magic, and I'm going to minor illusion a little plant growing in my hand, as opposed to you know summoning fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Scorch. Tell her about your tragedy and how you overcame it. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I think I think I should be going now. Yeah, it's um, probably a good idea. Do you need help getting back to your village? Or no, no, I know the way. I I know, I I come. I would come here a lot. I don't know. Actually, you know, I no. I think I will still be coming back. I need to help this place regrow. Scorch, cast fly on her so she can fly home quicker. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Eagle. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, like walk along like a triple over rock or something, lose concentration, and she just goes down. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Loses concentration. Amazing. Um. She goes, yeah, I, th- I think I'll, I'll have to be coming back and help this grove recover and grow back to what it was. I just hope there's more talking trees this time as well. Um, of course, they won't have as many stories, but who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe you'll be the one to go on adventures with them this time. Maybe. Anyways, um, nice meeting you all. Yeah, remember, don't talk to strangers. Get yeah. out of here. Go on, you little scab. Okay, bye. And she starts sort of like awkwardly running, you know, like sort of like young girl run. Um, the golem moods. <laughs> through, through, through the meadows. I'd love to show the you way Carl runs it's a podcast, so there's no point. Well, <laughs> if you were to show us, we'll react to it. Everyone, everyone <laughs> listening will be able to, you know, vicariously. I'll tell you what, I'll do it after the show okay. and be part of the bonus content, which you can listen to when you subscribe to our Patreon. Do we have a Not yet. It's coming. The golem starts loading the pistol. Between building the table and renovating the D&D room and there's a lot going on. Hey, you want to join the Gate Crushers? (laughs) (laughs) No Russian. She she starts sort of running off back through the meadow. um, So do you think she was like a little girl or she was like a crazy powerful druid that was sussing us out for information? Mm. I think... Little girl now, but eventually she'll be a crazy powerful druid. I don't think she's anything we have to worry about, though, right? Famous last words. Maybe we should have kept her and raised her. Mm. A child. I think her parents. <laughs> a child. She could be our very own druid. I think her parents want her back. I wonder if her parents are uh, I imagine druids. she's got very good parents mm. if they let her come to this burned grove. Mm. Also, well, what? The trees are still alive? Crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> just shooting at the ground. It's flamethrower. It's like you said. It's good for the soil. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh, look. So, no, let me clarify that, right? I was lying to the little girl. Some plants that have adapted to fire do really well in bushfires. Yeah. The Australian Other plants, ones. Yeah. right, get absolutely cleared out and a bunch of invasive species come in. So, <laughs> and I'm going to lean down to that little plant she grew. And pull it out of the fucking ground. <laughs> Piece of shit. <gasps> Take out oh, your fucking trees. You're fucking evil. Alright. Didn't we we originally upset the trance, right? Yeah. They upset we, me. <laughs> <laughs> Scorch, burnness. So they were super <laughs> not trusting you guys because basically you just walk in with fire. Yeah. Uh, and then you somehow struck a deal. Uh, for them to look after bronze, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and well, they were fine when we struck a deal for bronze because exactly. me and Ren went. Exactly. After that, when everything everything was gravy. You guys had a good business relationship going on. Is when you came back, accidentally chopped a sapling in half. 
is when Drago... Oh, and it was like the end of the world, right? Got like, blapped. We cut one tree down and they're like, nope, you guys are like absolute anti-ecology, fuck you guys, fuck everything you stand for, well, right? Well... Also, yeah, though, it would have been like cutting dry food in half. At least... Dry food would not here. have been cut in half that Die, easily. Falling out the trees, so... It'd be like if we cut an actual tree in half, as opposed to a sapling. Because Drafter is basically a tree. So what we have? Cut a tree. That tree at the main one, though, is extremely protective of this grove. Well, if he's so protective, he shouldn't have picked the fight with a guy who knows fire magic. Yeah, well... That's on him. That's not a mistake he'll make twice. The thing is, he, he tried to be like, alright, cool, fail. Obviously, this is not going to be a good time for either of us, so... Uh, and then he tried to let you guys, like, leave, basically, with Mistake on his part. And all the rest of it. And gave you the benefit of the doubt. Now he knows. And then he burnt him to the ground with a no candle. <laughs> no, br- no brushes. Yeah. There are very few places of true wild magic left on this planet. And I'll tell you right now, we're all better off that there is one fewer. Now let's keep going to Silverwood. <laughs> no worries. You guys... Um, you guys kick on, you keep uh, traveling, um, you sort of start to get towards, uh, the, you, you cross that sort of major river, um, which, you know, you guys are level seven now, it's no real issue for you guys. Um, although the river is running a little bit sort of higher and faster than it usually does because of the uh, recent rains, but still, again, level seven, you guys have no issue sort of getting past it and uh, eventually making your way back into Silverwood. Um, are you guys doing anything here or are you kicking straight on to... Stop for a drink? Do you drink? We'll get lunch, have a drink. It's, so it's night time now. Oh. oh, stop for dinner, have a drink. Do we need a rest? <laughs> yeah, we should stay here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no need right. to like push off across the ocean at night. Are we taking a boat? Oh. We are. Remember, we took a ferry to get here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's a ferry service from Silverwood to Venturas and Veritas Mimre that mm. runs pretty consistently. Is it running at night or no? Um, there's less ones running at night, but you can find Voyage at night time. It's more We're expensive. Not in a big rush, are we? Less often. Not really. Plus, yeah, you so guys, you guys have been going all day, so you can either sleep on the boat or you sleep. No, I can we? Grab a room. It's been a while since we stayed in a nice bed. Yeah, right? Nice bed, a good hearty meal. You guys uh, walk into the Dripping Duck, uh, which at this point is quite rowdy, full of um, sailors and fishermen who have knocked off for the day. Uh, they're all a couple of pints deep already. Uh, you guys come in, you order um, food, drinks, dinner, and, and how many rooms? Um, Two. Three. Three. Oh, Miss Kinnevin's own room. Yeah, I sleep the helmet. No worries. So, sorry, two rooms? Do you have dark vision? As a fair bog? No. Right. I'll, um, I'll room with um, Rin. Do you have dark vision? Yeah, when the candles are blown out, I can take my helmet off. That's it. <laughs> Assume you sleep with the helmet on. Sometimes I do. It's more comfortable without. Yeah. Like you roll over to sleep and it's like dunk, dunk. <laughs> yeah, You can only much. sleep on his back. Yeah. No, no, no. The helmet stays in one place. My head. <laughs> <laughs> you so you have to turn off the lights. You just turn in the helmet. And like, like that. Good night, guys. 
the uh, two rooms, three rooms. <laughs> I don't mind. Two rooms. Yeah, just two rooms. He's oh. room my sleeping in. Oh, fucking he is. Where the fuck I drop? You sleep in dry food. Is dry food still with us? Yeah. Dry food. Dry food. Has been the whole time. Dry food still with you, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, as you guys um, come in, you guys, you get you get food, drink, and was it three or two rooms? No, I just get three rooms and just split it up. Yeah. Two, two, yeah. two. No worries. Uh, so the three rooms, it's... Three rooms plus yeah. the food and drink for the night. You're looking at two gold pieces for the party. Um, yeah, you guys, you yeah, come in. You try and find a table. Um, you guys kind of have to share a small round table sort of in the corner because there's quite a few people in here already. Um, a lot of patrons kicking on about. Patrons. Um, yeah, you have your food, you have your drink. Um, the food's not too bad. It's warm. It's, it's like this soup sort of blend of a soup and a stew and the same the same thing yeah. but the uh, the beer is good the ale is 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 good um uh yeah you guys kick up into your rooms for the night there's the rooms themselves are quite comfortable um they seem to have patched up a lot of the gaps in the like the floorboards and the stonework of the dripping duck in itself so you're not getting that breezy cold wind coming through the gaps um of the walls. Are the beds nice? Um, the beds, they're pretty standard. Uh, it's really just kind of packed hay with a, with a bit of linen thrown over it. It's, um, it's nothing special. Can you press this unit's head yep. to make it better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. You can like make a bed more comfy. Feather pillows and well, stuff. Well, it's more like clean it, so it's... Uh, yeah, okay. Not disgusting. Yeah. Which he does, like, every bed he sleeps in, it's like a, like a hit with a good five watts of that spell, just a... Get everyone else off it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. You guys you wake up in the morning. Bed bugs. <laughs> you guys wake up in the morning um, and <laughs> you find uh, Voyage. <laughs> I can hold it up. <laughs> you find Voyage for the party. Um, the ferry is five silver pieces per person. Um, across to. Veritas Mimbre. Cool. Twenty-five, so two and a half gold pieces. Three gold pieces. Six of us. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Seven if the golem needs to pay for a seat. The golem will have to pay for a seat considering he's a medium sized creature. Seven hundred and one gold pieces. So three and a half gold pieces. Six ninety for the voyage. And it was two and a half gold pieces for was it two and a half? Did I say two? No, it was two. Two gold pieces. It doesn't matter. Yeah, for the for the stay at the end. Um, you guys uh, get on the boat. Thankfully, that uh, sort of low pressure system has passed, and um, sort of this high pressure system has followed through it. So clearer days, clearer skies, um, not a lot of clouds about, and the weather is fairly sort of temperate. So no real issues on the seas, no big swells or anything like that. Um, and you, it's not too long before you guys dock back into uh, what's Veritas Nimbro? No, the Diamond Coast, isn't it? Yes, the Diamond Coast. I thought we were headed to Veritas Nimbro. Yeah, you it's are. No port so the, the port, the port, oh, yeah, yeah. Veritas Nimbro is landlocked. So the closest port to Veritas Nimbro is Diamond Coast City. Um, Any port in the storm, I guess. Or Adventurous. That's it, or Adventurous. So, why can't we go to Adventurous again? 
Yeah, I, I got nice. issues there. He got lots of debt. You could always make a down payment. I'm not going to do that. With what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here is a... Here's like a hundred gold. Can we just go and murder whoever you owe money to? No, not from that. Why? You can't solve your problems with murder. Literally. It's my mum! I'm not going to go okay, fucking enough. gank her at night. I thought literally you wanted nothing but to gank both your parents. No, my biological parents, sure, but not the one who raised me. Other parents? How does it even work? Um, orphan. Say orphan? It's hurtful. <coughs> what? Stage whispers. Anyways, literally whispering in my ear, I still can't hear what you say. <laughs> you guys disembark. Or at the port uh, at Diamond Coast City. <laughs> that. that was a rough one. <laughs> what? Disembark. 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 Yeah, thank you. Disembark at uh, Diamond Coast City. Because uh, I was like, disembark at the port of Diamond Coast. There was a bit of a mouthful. Anyways, um, yeah, you guys, uh, are you guys stopping in here for anything or are you just kicking on through to sure. the Paratus Membrane? How big is Diamond Coast City? Uh, it's, 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 it's a city, but it's really just like a flashy town. Mm. Um, it's quite sizable in terms of Free a mansion. town. It, it's basically on the smaller size of a city, and a lot of the, um, the buildings and stuff here are sort of more well-kept and maintained than, like, Silverwood. Um, so Diamond Coast City is, is a bit of a trading hub. Uh, a lot of business and finance sort of takes place here. Um, a lot of, it's, it's kind of like the sort of north end of the, it's like Viritus Mimbrae's own version of Tarakat in terms of like a lot of trading and business deals sort of go on here in terms of, um, because Diamond Coast City is one of the ports where uh, goods from this side of the continent uh, will leave to go up through the Iron Pass over uh, to the other continent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of business dealings and stuff here. It's not so much um, sort of labour intensive like Silverwood is, yeah. where a lot of their economy relies on actual um, like producing goods, fish and all the rest of it. Um, whereas this, it's more business dealings and uh, sort of castles and all the rest of it overlooking the bay. And um, yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to grab... How are you looking for like our booze and stuff? We're out of booze and we're nearly out of tobacco. So we're but gonna stock up on both of those. Don't you feel great not, you know, having that much tobacco or even the alcohol in your system? Don't you feel just refreshed and ready to take on the world? I know I do. Hmm. Have you heard of vapes? Canon event. New invention by Anthony Stewart. I'm not going through like Anthony Sturrock because I smoke my cigar that never goes out. <sighs> I'm not sleeping in the woods every night sober. So let's get some drinks. We'll get some smokes. Uh, um, do you want to see if we can get some armor or something here? Is that what you want to look mm. for? I think Ash has a good point. They're probably being the iron on boys probably have a pretty good blacksmith over there. Okay, and could you imagine if they take it off you and they're like, what chest piece? <laughs> Random little one, don't have to roleplay it. I would just like to buy some leather cord and beads. Sure, how much? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
That's also, yeah. You get a lawnmower <laughs> out of someone's butt. Rip start. <laughs> Um, like Didn't that much leather. Though. Okay. Like thin. Thin? Okay, yeah. cool. No worries. And just, some, and just some beads and stuff like that. Mm. Coloured beads? Yeah, mm. no worries. Um, yeah, it, you find um, at one of the sort of local markets there um, a lady selling um, sort of arts and crafts supplies. And uh, yeah, it's two silver pieces um, for what you're chasing. Uh, and you guys, what kind of drinks do you want? Yeah. Just bottles, bottles of vodka and probably some like mixes. Yeah, or well, like <laughs> bourbon, whiskey. We're not. Um, yeah. Not yeah. Coke Zero. No. Coke Zero. No worries. Um, oh, you, you guys, snaps. you guys find some dwarven spirits and stuff like that. Um, for the the smokes themselves, uh, it's like a gold piece for like a carton of cigarettes. Um, so pl- plenty of plenty of cigarettes for you guys. Um, for the uh, Dwarven Spirits, so uh, you're looking at 20 gold pieces a bottle. Mm, that's cutting into the Scorch Fund. Cut party <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it is a necessity of the party, so... Uh, I'm happy, I'll, I'll spend yeah. it. You want to go house? We'll get two bottles. Ale's cheap, you can get a keg of ale for like five gold pieces. Get the uh, one? robot to carry one. I heard someone We're talking about mead. mead the other day. How long are we going <laughs> to the road for? Mead? Mead. You want to try some mead? Could be tasty if it tastes like honey. Can we get some mead as well? How long are we going to be on the road for? This is drink where I'm The rest of our lives are called sh- swamp water. It's called an adventure party, not what a do, settle at home party. Take <laughs> How long are we... Oh, I am up. How long are we Swamp water till we get to the next and place. Mix them together. Well, you guys have already walking back from the ruins. Um, this is no, day three. This is day I'm three. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you, you reckon we get me? I think it's one day until we get to a thing. One bottle that'll do us. One of me, one of what? One of the vodka, or you don't want to go the vodka? Yeah, I'm happy with vodka. It doesn't. I think we get getting hung up in details. It doesn't matter. I just want drinks. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll some get, bottle. Yeah. yeah, one bottle, two bottles. What? One. I'm about round. It's only day. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, it, um, now what bread? <sighs> Fantasy Schmirnoff. Um, so, <laughs> so it's twenty-one gold pieces. Yeah. Did I say it was a gold piece for a carton of cigarettes? Yeah, yeah I believe I did. Yeah. That's a lot of gold. I got two things I made. That's a lot of gold. Two things of oh, and two two what? Um, what do you? What, how much meat do you want? Two just large. I don't, large I, don't think, well, I don't think we need like a proper a cask or anything like cask. that. Well, but maybe a cask. Okay. All right. No not it's not like a full on. It's like a small like this, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, you can get various size casks. Yeah, so small, if, small cask. If, small cask. Yeah. No worries. Um, so how much gold? Is that, that? That's a lot of made up money. We're spending so that's now. <laughs> with with the mead as well. It's twenty six gold pieces. Because they're only made up we're money. Spending. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty. Thirteen. Thirteen each. It's definitely not my made of money. I don't believe in money. You guys purchase your smokes, your mead, and your spirits. Um, and you guys... Uh, Can I also get yes. 40 golds worth of incense? Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. A thousand you'll, sticks be able, you'll be able to do that here. Yeah, sure. Thank you. 40 golds worth of incense. Is there anything anyone else needs? 
bullets. I have 30 bullets. Oh, I'll take those. Oh. I don't need bullets. You have infusions. Yeah, no, but my infusions are currently dished out. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, you guys, you buy your items, uh, and you guys start kicking off. By this time, after the voyage, after sort of cruising about for an hour, sort of buying certain things, um, it's probably about sort of one o'clock in the afternoon. You guys realise as well as... Those toshes. The oh. sun's getting low. As you walk back to Veritas Mimbrae, you, you, you see the walls, uh, the high walls of Veritas Mimbrae um, being lit up by the afternoon sun. And you notice as well that uh, today is the last day of... Um, of full day. So basically after this... After long night? Yeah. Cool. After this, it'll be a week of long night. So you'll be kicking into Dimmer Day. Um, Dog Dimmer Day. Dog Dimmer Day. Dog's Dimmer Day. Dog's Dimmer Day. Domino's Pizza. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you as you guys walk into Veritas Mimbrae, uh, the sun's getting quite low. It's probably about 4.35 in, in the evening now, in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, sun's looking to set within the next couple of hours, in an hour or two, basically. Um, where are you guys going first up? As, uh, sorry, as you guys approach the walls as well, you notice the number of guards on the walls has tripled. Triple? Mm. Hey, the guy died last time we were here. That makes sense. Mm. Oh, James. Yeah. May he rest in... Oh, do you think we missed his funeral? Probably. I think we missed probably. Just, uh, probably if you missed their entire investigation. Speak up. Probably. But we were probably suspects and just, we just bounced. Yeah. <laughs> Did we promise to like look into this or anything like that? Are we going to come in and be like, what have you found? And we were like, this chess piece. Um, yeah. We I found out the Iron Envoys had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't think we promised to look into it. I think we said we'd keep our ears open. Yeah. But like, not that. We're going to find the murderer. We don't even know who we talked to. I mean, James is dead, so it's like random guard NPCs. Just Literally, like... no one in this town we care about now. Mm. I think we head to the. Except the Anthony Stewart. The fancy inn? Do you want to go to the inn or would you like to go straight to your. Because it's only like five o'clock in the evening. Mm. We could do a. We can ride through the night and stay at the island, boys. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just keep going. As you guys approach the walls and walk into the city, um, you met with the guards at the gate. Uh, you see this soldier, a, a full member at night, um, suited up, uh, sort of halt you guys. He goes, names, business within the city? Uh, we are the gate crushers, a uh, renowned mercenary group. Uh, oh, of course. Actually, no, you, you look familiar. Just looking to passage through the city. We've got business to the east. Really? We're with men? Have you heard of us? I have heard of you and I've heard <gasps> descriptions of you. Um, why? What? How? Please. I'm sorry. No, we just doing your job. Fought all those demons in the city and stuff. We're kind of like all heroes. to see whether it's a good heard of us or a bad <laughs> heard of us. Yeah, you can insight check him if you like. Oh, yeah, I've heard of you guys. You're under arrest. <laughs> 20. Uh, with a 20 insight... Um, it's neutral. Okay. He just knows that we're a mercenary group. He goes, uh, yeah, we've received word uh, that when you guys were to re-enter the city, 
uh, to convey a message. The new king's hand would like to see you at the palace. Ooh, who's the new king's hand? Amon. Yeah, a man. Amon. 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 He's the new king's hand who uh, took the role after... Good vibes? Oh, it was Raymond that we met before. Yeah, Commander Raymond. General, Major General Raymond, yes. Major General, Commander Raymond. Commander, Major General, General Major. General Major. Ah. I feel like Daddy I'm, I'm going to get some military t- people like tearing me off about this because I can't. I don't know. General, it's different in your world. Captain Is it Reynolds. General Major or Major General? Major General. Master Chief. <laughs> but then I guess it depends, you know, like because it varies from country to country. Right? Yeah, we're actually talking about the Latvian military. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this um, world has a G- Geneva Convention. So. so, what's the vibe? Good yeah. guy, bad guy? What do you feel about Raymond? I'm sorry, not Raymond. I'm on. Amen. Feeling uh, James's shoes well? Well, um, he seems to be, he's, he's young, he's quick-witted, he's friendly enough. I mean, he's everything you'd expect from his son, so... Oh, it's his son. Oh. I yes. Didn't, I didn't realise James had a son. Yeah. I didn't realise James had a wife. Yeah. We did, I don't Yeah, know. we did. Oh, we did? Wasn't she the one screaming in his bed? Nope. What? Oh. Some hussy. Oh. Look, uh, what's your name? Sorry. Remember when James uh, died? It's the hand. Uh, so, Amon Rogers. Who was screaming in Ah, uh, yes, Amon. Amon Rogers. Amon being E A M O N. That is. Hey, wait. What did you say? That's Emon. Emon. That's Emon. Emon. However you want to pronounce it. This guy is pronouncing it A M O N. A E. I don't think I'm really on A M O N. One more time. A E M O N. Yes. What was your name? Uh, Belden. Uh, Belden looked that bit about the woman in his bed. Um, it's a trying time for everyone, so maybe if we just like the cop that you heard that, that'd be dope. Cool, right? With the kids, is that the lingo? Scorch? That's the lingo. Yeah. Darby. Has he, um... I'd appreciate it if you kept that knowledge to yourself from here on in. That is not public knowledge. Literally what I was telling you to do, but yes. <laughs> Um, so has well, since we've been since we've been gone has uh, this Amon made any major changes decisions aside from the amount of guards? Not that I can tell. He's uh, pushing forward some policy that his father was working on, um, but other than that, no. All right. Is he in the palace at the moment? Yes. Yes. Um, I believe the urgency of the meeting wasn't anything um, sort of stringent, there's no real timeline, he just wanted to meet you guys face to face as he is now Well we're looking to pass through fairly quickly so we might head to pass then and Let's go now, yeah, yeah. yeah. May as well, touch base on the way through Okay. Any more demons? No, thankfully since you'll work here, uh, we haven't had any more issues to uh, figure out Correct. what that giant scorpion thing that nailed into the fucking wall was? There are theories, yes. I'm not at a... I'm not going to take this to your boss. You're not under interrogation. Belden, what do you think it was? I honestly can't say. Uh, 
clearly there was some sort of magic involved and that's out of my depth. So, that's all I'll say on the matter. Fair enough. Good guard, Belton. You're a terrible conversationalist. Let's go. He's a membrane knight. He doesn't fuck around. He's at work. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for your help. Let's go. Carry We're on. off to see the hand. And you guys enter through the gate and walk through the city. As you do, you notice flyers sort of posted around city walls, bulletins, um, billboards, stuff like that, uh, of a of news of the um, new king's hand and, and his role uh, sort of taking place and what it means for the future of the city and a small short statement from Eamon himself uh, sort of talking about his... Uh, his sort of his ambitions and his morals and where he sort of stands in justice and law and economic stand like economic sort of Guys, look at this. A, a new hand is it right is there any spires around uh which mention his position on magic no no hmm okay what are his economic policies uh, well, here, read this one. It's new hand. hand. Is it right? <laughs> no, it's a, a hand removed. What's left? <laughs> so, where are you guys going exactly? You're heading to the palace first, or are you just going yeah, to come to go back to that later? Yeah, let's go talk to him now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. No worries. Um, you guys. just says hand, exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PR campaign. I don't get it. You guys walk up to the palace entrance, and it's it's the same thing. You guys um, talk to the guards at the front, you say the great crushes, they let you in. You get seated in a room uh, where uh, that same lady sort of greets you and, and tells you to sit. Um, it's surreal going through all this, knowing that James is dead. Well, that's it. You notice as well, um, the same lady has is, is now got a few extra sort of lines around her face and just some circles under her eyes and you can tell the last like week and a bit have been pretty rough on her uh, trying to deal with the situation uh, but eventually it's not long before you, she she, she comes back in and goes uh, Master Master Rogers is good to see you if you Master Rogers we'll go through um, uh, she didn't call James Master, did she? She just called him Daddy. She called him Jimmy. Um, why, why is she calling him Master? I don't know, we'll find Maybe out. Maybe he's just a stickler for new procedure. Master's the term for someone who's unmarried. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Is there like anything particularly heavy in this room? Or... <laughs> To what? hold above my head. Hey. <laughs> 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 you, you flexing to A1? Not yet. Okay. Anyways, you walk down that familiar corridor. Um, you notice that door that's usually open uh, towards the end of the corridor that leads into sort of like the throne room uh, is now closed. And you get to the familiar door on the right and you walk into that, that office. Um, and not a lot has changed. Uh, and you see this young man sort of standing by the window looking outside. 
Uh, and as the door opens, he turns and he goes, Ah, gate crashes, I presume. Well met. I'm Awon. I'm uh, taking on the new role of King's Advisor. Is he cute? You walk in, you yeah, see this, you see, you see, he looks around like 23 years of age. He's quite, he's athletic, but sort of skinny as well. Um, but uh, he's roughly sort of just under six foot, um, sort of cropped back, sort of short um, brown hair uh, with like sort of fair skin with these like rosy sort of undertones kind of thing. Like you can see the youth in his face, you know what I mean? Um, but in saying that, he sort of carries himself with a bit of charisma too. Like he is... You can see his father in him, but the way he his demeanor is a, is a lot more sort of charismatic and friendly than his father was. His father was a little bit more untrusting and shrewd and so he's naive. sometimes impatient, whereas Amon is. Like a mind like was scorched and be like, Amon, more like, damn. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you didn't stop. I'm actually the one not resistant to psychic damage, so he walks up. Although he walks up and emphatically agree. <laughs> he he greets all of you individually and Why shakes all of your hands. <laughs> and he goes, "Well, it's uh, it's good to put some faces to the names." Um, hmm. My father spoke quite highly of you guys, uh, and he's filled me in on a lot of, you know adventures that you guys have gotten up to recently. So I have to ask, what are your plans next? Well, we're, I'm Squatch by the way, uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, we've kind of been on a bit of a religious quest for Armas here, um, helping recover some powerful relics for the uh, Iron Envoys, which are a group that follow. Uh, Store. Yes. Um, and so we're looking to move east and kind of deliver that. Um, and then I believe we're looking to, um, I'm not sure if James mentioned to you, we've uh, kind of opened up a bit of real estate up in the uh, Twin Sisters, liberated a encampment from uh, the Order of the Red Mages, and looking to return there and do a bit of reconnaissance and kind of catch a breath for a bit. But we'll be in the area. Okay. Alright, no worries. Yeah, the Iron Envoys, it's, uh, I've read up on them and I have to say they're quite impressive. I've never seen these relics in, in person and from what I've also read they're not usually kept together. So mm. to see two at the same time, it's some impressive armour you got there, Armas. They haven't been brought together in a very long time. No, no, from what I've read they haven't. Well, best of luck to you uh, with the Iron Envoys and Thanks. your quest. As for the Twin Peaks, uh, yeah, I haven't heard any news about the goings-on out there. It's, it's pretty quiet um, since you guys, from what I know, completely eradicated them, mm -hmm. which... It's just insane to me, but at the same time, overly impressive. Quick show of hands, just out of curiosity. 
And I know... Oh I know some of you can. Who practices the arcane? <laughs> trap, 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 trap. I'll uh, hold up my sh- shield, just, just like, not all the way up, just a little bit, and I uh, cast light on it as I'm holding it up slightly. He goes, oh, oh, yes. Just a bit of flame in my hand. Very bright and flame, hot. Uh, just snuff it out. I've thank you. I've never practiced magic in my life. Minor link with it. I've perfected and it. Pardon? I've perfected One it. Uh, he sort of twists his head a little bit as, as there's just like a lot of surprise there that there's a voice inside his head for the first time. Uh, and he goes, Has he had a single thought in his life? Please. <laughs> if you're going to do that next time, just a little bit of warning. <laughs> I just wink at him. <laughs> he blushes slightly. <laughs> um, right. So I don't practice the arcade, but come here. Put your ear against this golem. Tell me what you hear. Am I gonna like this? And he looks at the rest of you. Uh, Probably not. (laughs) I wouldn't. Maybe another time. How disrespectful. (laughs) Now. I'll turn the light off. (laughs) (laughs) What's his reaction? Is he. Drive or just shoot him? (laughs) He doesn't stop. (laughs) Goose, 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 goose. Is he a bit angry? Yeah, he's a bit like. He sort of has this look about him that he's like sort of suspicion confirmed you know not a bad suspicion though the kind of suspicion where it's almost like he's won a bet Mm. he goes me and a few others within the inner circle of the palace have wondered about your prowess and your abilities to work through certain situations with Ease, apparently. So, so apparently people ease. have heard that we're going around killing demons and solving problems, but the specifics of how we're doing that has not made its way around? Not entirely. Uh, and because of the current law within Veritas Mimre, people try not to speculate too much or make false accusations. If you're mingling within the wrong crowd, these kind of accusations can get you killed. What do you mean, wrong crowd? Were you not there when they were, like, marching through the town centre, like, anti-magic people? The Black Robe cult. Yeah. That's a... Aptly named Magus Mortem? Yes. They would be the wrong crowd I'm talking about. You're telling me there's a group of people here that just, like... Openly uh, protesting use of magic yeah. within the city. Spraying yeah. orange paint. What? And they're quite following, it seems. Now, the reason I ask is one, you want to Two, I think you will be interested to know that one of the last policies that my father was working on with the council, um, one that I'm finishing up with the council now and hoping to release soon, is the decriminalisation of magic within the city. Well, that's good. Mm. I think. It's called the common sense policy. I like it. They just yes. want to tax us. Well, at the same time, we have to be careful <laughs> with the implementation of such policy. Obviously, it's a four gold cost every time we shoot fireball. <laughs> obviously, we've got public opinion and fear mongering and people willing to jump on the opportunity that this will present. 
So we have to be careful about how we word and how we build this policy. And if I can steal your ears and your advice at some point before this gets released, I would be highly appreciated. Sure. We do not have a lot of publicly known magic users within the city, so they are quite difficult to come by through official means. So having your confirmation as Arcane users definitely helps. And uh, again, at one point I would like, you know, a bit of advice and your thoughts on the incoming policy. I would advise some caution though. Uh, Major Swarton seem to be taking this quite seriously. And if you do follow through on this policy openly, could it target on your back as well? Yes, yes, well, there are theories going around. That's one of the reasons why my father was targeted. Makes sense. But as far as official investigations, mm. <laughs> <laughs> unless you guys are actively getting involved in the investigation, you'd have to talk to Major General Raymond for that. But yeah, I'm more information. Shut the fuck up. That's what it is. Um, any information to that is classified within the investigation. So. Are you a magic user? No, it's not that I know of. Insight. Right, go. Insight, check him. It can spring up on you. So yeah, I've heard. Fuck. Mm. Nine. Nine? Yeah, as far as you tell, he, he has no idea that he has any sort of magic within him or ability. He wants <laughs> <laughs> you're well, the magic idea? Do you want some? <laughs> well, we're happy to, uh, you know, help with your... <laughs> Sorry. Ig- ignore Ash. Ignore Ashtai. Um, you look down and you see this, like, little, like... Drogo uh, from a water bowl. Just this little, like, pug <laughs> drinking out of a water bowl, like, down by his desk. And he just gives him a little pat. And you see this pug just like look up, tongue still dripping wet, just dripping onto the carpet, and you just absolute adoration over both their faces. That's Sorry, cute. you were saying? That's cute. Um, well, we're happy to help with any sort of, you know, <clears throat> magical laws that you're, um, you reforming. know, reforming. Um, can we help at all with your, of course, apologies. Sorry to hear about uh, James's death. It was a real shock to us because we liked him quite a bit. Um, any news, any updates in his investigation at all? Yeah. Like I said, uh, any information previous to the investigation, you'd have to refer to Major General Raymond. If you want to become actively involved in the investigation, then you'll be given access to the information, uh, theories within, and any new findings of the investigation. But other than that, um, before then, I can't disclose any information on my father's assassination. As you, as you say, as, as, as the conversation turns towards his father, he's just complete emotionless blank state over his... He's doing very well just to hide any sort of emotions going on right now while he's talking about it. All right. Well, in the meantime, if those... Um, gosh, I've completely forgotten those anti-psych... Anti, Magus Morton. Magus Morton. If they ever give you any trouble, just let us know, because we like it here, we like you, I think. 
At least I do. And we all like your father, so we'll, ha- we'll have your back. I think that's probably what they want. Remember, yeah. we can't engage them. Well, the last thing we want is to start striking down people in the street with magic. Or, is that exactly what we start doing? Unfortunately... Not murder them, but if they, if they get to the point where they're launching a massive attack on you and the people... Then the only we'll... way to stop a bad mage is a good mage. Or... A morally flexible mage. Mm. <laughs> um, however, uh, as I mentioned, we are a bit of a mercenary group, and if you have any odd jobs that uh, need doing, we're going to coin. We're always happy to help out. And the price is right. Sure, sure. I, um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything right now, but if something comes up, I will be sure to reach out to you. And I believe you, you, you have a way of contacting... General Raymond himself, correct? Yes, yeah, directly. Yes. Yeah. I'm in pretty close contact Much with him, so <laughs> I'll either be at the palace or if you're away, you can contact General Raymond. Yeah. And if you need to contact us, by all means, uh, send a raven. The yes. raven will know where to go. Yes. Well, thank you for this. Uh, <laughs> Just send it into the wild. It's Why been not? an absolute pleasure meeting you it's all. A yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully we can implement this policy without too much kickback. But like you were saying before, the Major Mortem provide a interesting scenario. Um, What's Sturrock's thought on this? He, he's he's been at first he was against it. But after looking it over, after looking it over and and, um, sort of some council with the rest of the council, (laughs) talking with the rest of the council, uh, he's now on board and Mm -hmm. uh, believes uh, that this kind of policy will be for the betterment of Varys' memory. Like I said, I think our biggest issue is the Magus Mortem. Unfortunately, ears can be bought. Uh, news of this policy being created um, has, you know, obviously leaked out through various ways and uh, has made its way into their ears. And for the last couple of months, they've been stirring up, stoking fear, and just causing general mayhem in regards to any the idea of any sort of magic use. It's it's a bit of a psyop, actually. It's. Uh, yeah. If I do have a job for you later on, it might be involving them. It may be a good idea then to just keep the knowledge of our abilities uh, to yourself. Absolutely. Oh, no, I would not be just sharing this around. This was for my ears only, yeah. and of course the council's ears, but other than that, it's not, I'm not going to you know, put a public statement out with a flyer going, oh, gay crashes, you heard of them? They're also magic users. No, oh, right-hand man. Although maybe if you want to put out some flyers saying, hey, gay crashes, have you heard of them? The, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you guys are looking for extra work, no worries. I'm happy to put some flyers up around for you guys. Um, you know, we. Oh. We... Not to think about it. Just having a bunch of people try to find us for odd jobs. Like, hey, my cat's stuck up a tree. <laughs> no, even worse is. Fireball uh, the tree. I can't. Like, I don't know about you, but. I feel like, I feel like some you. people might be looking for members of us. Probably be better that they didn't always know where to look and find us. Mm. 
and deceive us. Is there anyone of concern that I should know about that might be looking for you? I'm standing feud with some Murgos. Uh, oh, don't we all? Or some subsection of Murgoran, yeah. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of run-ins. Uh, Those assholes. I like this guy. My dad would talk about them all the time, and honestly, I'm noticing a, a trend. Over the last year, they've just been pushing their... My my P's and Q's. Fucking luck. And... Oh. Sorry, what? They've been pushing their fucking luck. Oh, okay. P's and P's carrots. And yeah. Mm. P's and Q's. Not an P's and carrots. Anyways, they've Paul been quite bold in their actions lately. Mm. And uh, the, fragile, the fragile treaty we do have with them uh, is currently in question now. So... Things are getting a bit spicy with the Murgos, and honestly, I've never. What kind of, what kind of, governing body sacrifices its own citizens to a god? It's insane. Like I understand worship, I understand religious need, and 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 all the rest of it, but that is just mental. Spoken like a man who has never experienced true power. Yeah, well, I am the king's hand, so. I'm more mean. When you can do the things that Scorch can do, the idea of sacri- people, not Scorch, sacrificing other people to gain even more power, it, it's not uncommon. Is that how you got your abilities? Oh, no. No. Uh, so you're not a warlock? Warlock. God, no. Okay. Got magic in my blood, yeah? I'm just... I understand not all warlocks are Murgos, but all Murgos are warlocks, so... Actually, no, that's not true. The ones that have been sacrificed and brought back are... Well, anyways, it doesn't matter. Point is, we're not a fan of them, and they've been pushing their luck, and I think it's high time something be done about them. Well, if you do have a problem with Murgos, an incursion or something, or, you know, something's going on, I'm more than happy to volunteer to put them down. We will go after them with extreme prejudice. Hmm. Yes, well... It was only... Actually, I'm going to have to double-check my notes for the reference to this, but uh, there was a skirmish between the Membrane Knights and the Murgos, um, and it was after this skirmish that the treaty was established between Murgo Ran and Veritas Membrane. Oh, this is a while ago. It, it was a while ago, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, I, something's telling me like 300 years ago. Mm. So about 300 years ago, we don't care. there was a skirmish, and... Um, Implement recently, but no, yeah, no, 300 years ago. And he goes, I think it might be high time for another show of force, to be honest. But at the same time, I didn't come into this role looking to start a war or shed blood. Food for thought, yes. Uh, if the people are scared of magic users uh, and you're trying to get this passed, maybe you know, presenting magic as the answer to. The Murgo aggression question is an avenue you could look to take. Also, uh, if you're looking for a way to scare people, for the magic lord to scare people with magic, a bunch, of, a nation of people wielding this dangerous blood magic, is a good way to kind of stop any magic being uh, supported. I think one of the key points here is education. The problem is gun education. Mm-hmm. Exactly, gun safety. Put your magic in a vault. And keep your spell slots in another bowl. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I want an armed mage in every school. Yeah. People need to know 
the different styles and types of magic. They need to know where training magic can with come magic. From. So Will you let don't... me finish? God, fuck, shit. People need to learn, the general public, I think, need to learn the basics of magic and where it comes from, how it can be used safely before this policy is even sort of implemented, I guess. Um, otherwise, we're just going to face massive backlash. The, the biggest enemy of the public is ignorance. And the negros. But and the best ever, way yeah. to beat that is through education. So that's one avenue I'm looking down in terms of this policy and how to best implement it. But yeah, well, I believe the rest of this conversation will be for another day though. So thank you for your meeting today. I appreciate seeing you all, meeting you face to face. And even this has been good counsel and I appreciate it. I can see my father, I can see why my father spoke the way, the way he did of you. All right, well, let's see if anyone else has any more questions. Well, the good man? Nope. Nice meeting you. And Today, nice, nice meeting you, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chuck. Uh, he's a sweetheart when he's not shitting on my carpet. Ah, uh, been there. But you get that. All right, take care. With Bye. that, you guys exit the room, make your way down back to the outside of the palace near the entrance. Uh, are you guys going anywhere before you leave the city? Yes, one place. Someone's going to have to come with me. I'll go. I need to see the blacksmith. Oh, I'll definitely go. The blacksmith? Yep. The Luther? Yep. Okay. Give me that axe. Oh, like the cursed axe? axe. Yep. Uh, Ashton? Thank you. That's the curse. That's the curse. Every time you swing it, <laughs> the moment I grab it, it's like shut up, 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 shut up. You're running through town. <laughs> As you guys exit the palace, though, you start walking past the King's Conquest on the way to Luther's blacksmith. Before you hear a female voice shout, "Drive you look over and you see, standing near the stables of the King's Conquest, is a hippogriff and a female drow. You probably have to take this one, buddy. <laughs> you see Dryfu's like head snap up and goes, Drew? Drew, what are you doing here? And you see Drew, this female drow, walk up uh, hippogriff in tow um, with this scowling look on her face Dryfu where have you been? it's been so hard to find you you've been gone for weeks now I thought you'd be back in a few days Dryfu turns around and goes oh, sorry I just got caught up um, these are my friends where the gate crashes hi Hello. Hello. she goes that's great Dryfu what are you doing? I, I, I've just been learning and adventuring with my friends. Uh, why? <laughs> uh, you see Drew, Drew turns around and goes, Dryfu, you're coming home now. The kids have been an absolute nightmare. And I'm sure you've got plenty of stories to tell now. You need to come home. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, buddy. Dryfu turns back to you guys with this absolute, like, solemn look on his face and he goes 
I kind of have to do what she says. Just give me the pistol before you leave. I... Drafu, who is this? Oh, sorry. This is... This is... Guys, this is Drew. Uh, and... Oh, shit. Does anyone remember the hippogriff's name? No. Neil. I don't know if she had the hippogriff. Did she have a hippogriff? No, it was always... No! ...other character. That was always... No, no, no. Drew had the hippogriff. Oh, Nightmare. Yeah, that was our other campaign. Yeah, that was. Anyways, this guy. Holy shit. Nightmare? That's it. This all black hippogriff from beak to tail. Missing a leg. Missing a leg, yeah. Guys, this is this is Drusillus. This is my wife. Oh, my God. Oh. She's the one who had me created. Oh, Sorry? we have a million and questions Drew's, for you. Drew's, Drew's, <laughs> you see, you see, you, you turn and look back at Drusillus, who's like facing the party, um, and you see her jaw just absolutely drop and goes, "Drive home. What have you done? What have you told these people? Jesus, that's it. You're coming with me now." I'm not gonna lie, I can't even get it. Like. She could hold so many rocks above her head. Oh, yeah. uh, wait, before you go, um, oh, I'm blanking. I'm so excited. Anybody have any questions for Drusillus? What do you What do you mean? She had you made. Uh, sorry, who are you asking this, Drusillus? Dryfu. You're asking Dryfu. What does yeah. she mean? She She had you made. Yeah. Um, uh, Dryfu goes. He He kind of he, he goes to answer. And he stops. He looks back at uh, Drew. Uh, Drusillus and she just shakes her head and um, he sort of turns back sheepishly and he goes I don't know how many kids do you have five what are their names I don't know I thought it was one and you see Drusillus goes see it's been that long you can't even remember your own kids names what have you been, what have, what have you been doing this entire time mm-hmm. <laughs> Dry food, if it's not safe for you, nod your head. Bleed twice. Shoot twice at her if you're not safe at home. No, guys, this this really is my wife. Uh, can I? Can I? And he turns back to he turns back to Jerusalem and he goes, "Do I do I have to come back forever, or can I can I come see my friends and hang out again?" And she goes. I'm sure it'll be fine, but you just, the kids are a nightmare at the moment, and I didn't think you'd be gone this long, so come on. I'm sure you're not as boring as a brick wall anymore, so what have you done? (laughs) Dryfoo's never been boring. You're right. Don't take Dryfoo. Take me instead. What was Dryfoo like when you first met him? Quiet, but surprisingly funny. Dexterous. (laughs) Strong. Oh, yeah, he's flexible. (laughs) <laughs> and I need him to come be flexible at home No please, take me instead <laughs> Look, I'm sure you can come back and play with your friends again But for now I need you back at home Just for a little while uh, when, I, I get it <laughs> And you see in like a brief moment of weakness Drusilla's kind of shoulders slump a little bit And she goes Been worried about you Oh Go, Drifu. We'll keep in touch. You know us. We'll pop in. You can show us the kids. Okay. Oh, but the gun, before you go. 
Um, maybe you keep it. the man's gun. Maybe you keep it. No, it's, yeah, it, it kind of it's, it's, it goes with the you know. Is it the holster for and everything? Yeah, you can show it to your. Uh, it's kids. like taking my hat off me. Yeah, yeah, it would be. You can teach your kids. Yeah. Just remember to keep your safety on. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need ammunition. I'll <laughs> keep it in another vault. Anyways, guys, I'll, I'll uh, see you soon. And like, just whoa, 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 before he takes it off, like trap room. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Come here. Yeah. Give him a hug. Big old, big hug, yeah. And just, you look after yourself, okay? We're gonna worry about you. I'll be okay. You, you just yeah, look after okay. yourself. I know, but... Stay alive. The frog man nearly ate you, so... Yeah, I know, you... Don't do that again. Thanks so much for helping in that fight. Well, outstanding. I had to guard the door. We did say guard the door, that's on yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did anyone come through while you were fighting? No. <laughs> no. That's because I already killed and buried eight people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mention that. Oh. oh well. Why did you bury them? I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I love you, Drafu. I'm gonna change. miss you. <laughs> With that, Drafu gives everyone a big, big hug uh, and sort of walks back. Uh, to the King's Conquest uh, with his wife. And as, as they walk off together, you can kind of hear them talking to each other and goes, you know, I was a plant for a little while. You were a plant? What? And she goes, where did you get that gun? Oh, this thing? And she starts like playing around with it. She's very like, oh my God. Um, yeah. And they just start sort of catching up. His mum and his wife. Tear up a little bit. It's, like, it's so hard to see him, you know, he's all grown up. <laughs> cool. All right, so with that, Drafu goes to... Goes to live in a farm upstate. No, you can't visit <laughs> <laughs> No, he's just, uh, he's just catching up with his wife. He's, he, him and his wife left on sort of not like super... Like, there wasn't like a, a big understanding of where he was going to go and what he was going to do. It was just, I'm sick of you. Get out of the house. Like, and he was gone for like two months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she was like, is he, has he gotten himself killed? Like, what's happened? Jesus Christ. Um, He's looking after the kids. <laughs> probably some massive fucking spider. I don't know how creepy. With that, you it's guys crazy. continue on uh, towards the blacksmith. Sorry, you approach it's... Luther's shop. Um, by now, it's getting pretty dark. Um, the shop's closed up. It's all good. I know he lives here even after hours. Even after hours? Mm, yeah, nah, fucking yeah. dealt with that before. Uh, cool, no worries. You, you walk in through this little side door. Um, it's been repaired after we set it on fire. Yeah, and you, you sort of like knock on um, a door that, you know, sort of leads to his living quarters. Um, and, you know, after like 30 seconds, there's nothing. Uh, and then you knock again, and then all of a sudden you hear, What? We're closed. Come back in the morning. Even for an old friend. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not again. <laughs> he opens the door just to crack and goes, what do you want, Dr... And party. Hi. All of a sudden he's very wary. <laughs> what do you guys want? Mm. Show him the axe. Oh, so you pull the axe out yeah. of... Okay, cool. 
You pull it out and he goes, cool. It's nicely made, but what is it? Why does it speak to me? <laughs> and where have I heard it before? He... <laughs> you give him the axe and he... <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> I asked him that. If he, he can grab it, but I'm not... Oh, you're not letting go of it. He kind of gets this confused look when you say speak, and then his brow kind of fires a little bit. And he sort of, he goes, yeah, right, okay. Uh, And outreaches his hand and places it on top of it, closes his eyes for a second. There's a chance. Before (laughs) he, he lets out a very long, exasperated sigh. And opens his eyes again. He goes, Drogo, where have you found this? Um, we found it on the body of an orc who had taken over a ruined city. And we asked him politely to surrender. And then he didn't. So we killed him, 20 of his mates, uh, and then a frog. Did he seem unreasonable? Yes. Oh, yeah. Actually, he was a real cunt. And, would, and literally wouldn't give up. Like would kill on a whim. Um, he's probably more us. He did actually. Yeah, he did. Because his friend was like, "These guys are cool," and then he was like, "No, nah. we kill them." Ah. So yeah, I guess so. Now, was he just telling us to leave? I don't know if that's unreasonable. We might have been a little bit unreasonable. Mm. I incinerated. <laughs> <laughs> It's enough to make a man unreasonable. He turns around and he goes, I've only sort of come across a cursed item like this once before. It's the hammer that she used to and from what the I... shit out of me last time? No, it's just a regular hammer. It was a cleaver. Not a hammer. You keep saying hammer for some reason. It was a cleaver. But anyway. It was a kid with a flat side. Just smack on the butt. <laughs> Get out of here, you little smack shit. Smack on the butt. Do 30 damage. <laughs> um, you ask him that, and he goes, no, I've only ever read about an item like this before, but you need to dispose of it. An item like this only causes and brings about unwanted and unnecessary bloodshed. A lot of it, too. What does it do? It, so that I may fully understand how to destroy it. Tell me in detail how it works. Curses the user into a bloodlust and a hunger that most people cannot control. Uh, okay. In turn, granting them certain abilities, but again, it is not worth the trade-off. This thing will lead to deaths of people you care about if you try to use it. I highly suggest you don't, and it needs to be disposed of, destroyed, or hidden away. Okay, well, we had gathered a lot of that. Um, The whispers, though. As for the whispers, I'm not sure where they come from. No, the curse axe doesn't have any whispers, it's just you. (laughs) Guys? (laughs) Guys, you hear them too, right? One say to kill your friends, guys. <laughs> no, I heard them in his shop. Are you saying this to him? Yeah. I, okay, so say it again, sorry. I heard these in your shop. I heard these from your cleaver. You must be mistaken. I'm not mistaken, Lupo. No idea what you're talking about. And he goes to close the door. 
oh, it's going to really hurt because I'm not wearing shoes. I'll stick my foot in the door. <laughs> His big arms, too. Like, he's a blacksmith. He's got a good grip. <sighs> this is important, Luther. I know you don't want to see me. Drogo, you're out of your depths here. I need to know what this is, where this is coming from and why I've heard it before. Not just here, but where I heard it before. Before I came here. And I know you know. So just tell me. Tell you what. Tomorrow night, just as the dimness of the day is starting to set and night starts to take over right on the riverbanks, outside the city walls and I will tell you what I know. Luther, I want you to know how obviously that sounds like a trap. Uh, to meet you weirdly outside the city by a river when it's just getting dark. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is that we don't have any prying ears around. Your party can come if you trust them. But other than that, cool. I want, don't want to be talking about this openly. Okay. But you have to promise me, if I tell you all of this, you'll get rid of that weapon. And you will not use it. I promise that should you tell me what you know about the whispers and about the weapon, that we will dispose of the weapon. You have my word. For whatever it's worth. Can I get a persuasion or a uh, deception check from you? Can I get a... Oh, yeah? Oh, not 20, damn. 12. That's right. You're on a natural two, so he believes you. Yes. That, was that persuasion or deception? 12. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, no, so... Kaiba. Kaiba. Um, Tell me... Am I right? <laughs> Bone Knight. Was that the name of the thing I was thinking of? It's not Bone Knight. It's, it's not Summon Bone Skull. Su- it is Summon Skull. Anyway. Just popped in my head then. Yeah. Um, and he goes... He said Bone Knight. I was like, it's not Bone Knight. Bone Knight. Uh, anyways. Um, That's Fridays. And he goes... <laughs> <laughs> T-Bone Steak Knight. Um, he goes, right. Well... I'm glad you've made that agreement. I will meet you on the banks and I'll tell you what I know. This whole time you've been pressing on my foot, trying to close the door. No, he kind of released the tension after. (sighs) Fuck. Anyways, I need to get to sleep. I have work to do in the morning. Good night, Luther. Good night. You know, he specifically said most people will be corrupted by the axe. You are not most people. people. I'm also not people. Anyone have an ice pack? (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys mind if we stay the night here? Sure. You want to... Or do we head to the Iron Boys and we will have time to come back and meet him at the riverbank? Or is that mm. possible? Uh, no, the Iron Boys is a... So, I believe it's... Six hours. Yeah, it's like six hours on foot or a couple hours on horseback. So we'd have to stay here. Um, yeah. Or you could just tell them to meet you in another couple of days or whatever. I mean, we can stay the night. We can stay the night here, and then go six hours there, 
drop off the thing, whatever, it's a cow's back. It's just another walking dead day. That's probably, we'll do it like that. Depends if you get to Iron Bomb Boys and they're like, hey, now you gotta do this. You gotta stay for the ceremony or some shit. Hmm. I can uh, ride ahead alone if you want. You guys can stay here. Absolutely not. No. We can just take another two days. If you want. Okay. And then we can definitely knock it on head. And... Not for anything. It's just a, like, I don't want to have to knock again right now and be like, hey, do you mind if we like, change the date? I don't know if it's going to You can just see him in the morning before you leave. That's not a bad idea. Cool. Okay. King's to Conquest. Bed. King's Conquest. King's Conquest. Cool. You guys make your way back to the King's Conquest. Um, you check in for the night. Uh, you guys get some drinks and dinner, and um, in in the corner you see uh, Dryfu and Drusillus um, having dinner together and still and catching up. Um, you know, that's where they're staying for now before they leave in the morning. Mm. Um, and you see them catching up, and and you can kind of hear yeah Dryfu going. You wouldn't believe it. I shot like eight guys in like six seconds. It was insane. <laughs> and then I buried all of them. So you guys had to leave. <laughs> Um, no, specifically, they, he was talking about the, uh, the Red Mages that, yeah. yeah. Um, crit, crit, crit. Crit, crit, crit. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys have dinner and your food and drink. Um, uh, the rooms are covered for the night, but the food and drink is still at a cost. Um, so you're looking at, what, like, it's like four gold pieces for food and drink for the night. Um, and then the rooms are free. Um, are you guys doing anything over the night time? Anything special or you good? I'll, um, I'll have a look at my wife's journal again and see that another page has been revealed or unlocked Ooh. regarding, um, uh, pursuing, fo- focusing on a target and pursuing them no matter what. Oh, I like that. I like that. Cool. I can't wait to see that. Is it the uh, pencil? It's going to be thematic as fuck. Um, cool. So you guys pull in for the night. Uh, you wake up and the sun is now completely behind um, Seconda. As you wake up in the morning, um, uh, there's a dim light coming through and you realise, you, you know quite well that this is this kind of dim light will be prevalent throughout the day and... Uh, until night time uh, you guys stop by Luther's you tell him that you've got to go to the Arlington Woods stop by the Iron On Boys first so be back in a day two tops and you'll catch up with him then I wonder if the Golem could use the axe like can you curse the Golem probably yeah you don't want it to be bloodthirsty no, you can just make it get rid of the axe at the Twin Sisters yeah true throw it in the lava it's not a bad idea Hmm. Yep, definitely doing that. Does the lava destroy it? Well, I mean, it probably won't destroy it, but you can't get to it. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Oh, God, what else is down there? So many coins. So many coins. Magical Magic coins. Magic coins. <laughs> Keep just dropping shit. Plus 30 armor. That's where Carl's keeping the big bad of the campaign. <laughs> and you've just given him an axe, great. <laughs> <laughs> All these, like, cursed items have been thrown there to get rid of. It's an octopus. He's got eight cursed items coming at you. General <laughs> Grievous style. <laughs> cool. As you guys uh, get up, jump down the elevator. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you leave the blacksmith, uh, are you guys uh, getting horses and stuff like that, or are you just going to walk it for a six-hour walk? I think. 
Six hour walk. Yeah, walking this whole thing. Yeah, let's get mm-hmm. yeah no worries. Can anyone understand the whispers of the axe? We no. didn't hear them. They're in deep speech. I don't think anyone else can hear the whispers. I think it's just you. Mm. Oh, you know what we should should have done? Did we give the axe to him? I thought we had them when we were holding on to them. You did. Yeah. Did you pick up? I think, didn't you hear some whispers? Yeah. Whoever picked it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you should do before you give the axe over is hold the axe whilst looking into that magic water and see what pops up. Hmm. Oh, you're done. i now. <laughs> I find a bowl and pour out the water. <laughs> and yeah. remember, this is very rare water. Whatever you see, don't knock it out of my hands or anything. And I'll hold the bowl of magic wife water under him. As you're holding the axe, um, you look into the water, and as it starts to settle, you see the water turn dark and then red, blood red. And you see yourself standing there holding the axe around a moving background. The first clear one that you can see that pops up is you standing around your entire tribe, slain, shredded to pieces. You laughing manically. Another one is is you standing in the courtyard adjacent to the palace in Veritas Mimbrae, cutting down civilians with the blood rage in your eyes. Another one is you seemingly soaring through the air. But as the picture sort of moves and backs up and pans away. You're not soaring through the air, you're riding something. Some sort of giant mechanical beast standing on its shoulder while it stomps through the landscape. Mechazilla? (laughs) Single tier. (laughs) It started off Kind of, kind of weird, but it definitely went somewhere beautiful. Oh, that's good then. Better than the last one. Oh, absolutely. The first one, though, was that a memory? <laughs> the blood in the visions was all, like, highlighted as well. Every single splatter on the ground, every single splatter on your face and body, in every single vision where it changed to each one, the blood seemed to be highlighted as if the colour stood out more, the contrast of the blood to the everything else was just you want extra. I don't speak deep speech, but if you're after blood, say like one syllable. <laughs> as you're holding it, it's just a constant whispering though. Yeah, so it's like strawberry jam. Um, that first one though, Right. Is that a memory? Did I do that? It didn't... Does it seem familiar? It... It's, it was hard to tell for a second, but it didn't seem like a memory. Okay. What, the one of you slaughtering the tribe? Yeah. Mm. But they don't know if that happened. That's, that's all you see. Cool. I can't get rid of this act. What do you mean you can't get rid of it? If this water tells the future, 
then if I hold on to the axe, terrible things will happen. But they will eventually eventuate into a ginormous mech that I am riding. Oh. From what you guys know about the water already, just from using it in past sessions and stuff like that, um, you know that when, a f- when an outcome is uncertain, it'll flash between certain things, certain scenarios in a similar way as to what he described. Hmm. Hmm. Let me take a look at the water. Oh. Hold it under Scorch's head. Period. Do you want to hold the axe? No, don't drink it, Scorch. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink the magic life water. Um, Spit my wife out. It sounds like you held it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> It also tastes like salty tears. <laughs> I couldn't find a bowl. It tastes like tears and metal. <laughs> Those taste common. And religious pursuit. Tastes like tastes like loneliness. Uh, you're looking into the water? Yeah, why not? You look into the water, you find yourself in a similar landscape of black stone and red clouds lightning and ruined buildings as you see once again Arakrag roosting atop a ruined castle from a distance as it kind of pans around to look at his face um, Arakrag also turns to sort of look towards where you're looking from and instead of Arakrag you see your face on the dragon. On a dragon, it's just my face. Yes. Ooh. As a dragon, or it's my face? At, like, no, it's just your face <laughs> on the dragon. <laughs> I understand it's like a big serious thing, but like, does it look fucking dumb? Mm, the shock of like orange hair. It looks <laughs> like a long neck, and then this is my face. It's no, it's so like, it's definitely it's definitely sort of stretched out and morphed to fit a dragon's head, oh, and it does look a bit out of place, but it still definitely looks terrifying. <laughs> so it's a dragon head, but it's recognizable as obviously as scorch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some magic pond water you got here. <laughs> as as you do. Um, you see yourself sort of fling towards uh, Arakrag itself and all of a sudden you, you, you are Arakrag um, and you look down towards the ground and the ground is moving and heaving as you see an army like a literal army of crawling humanoids in red robes as they start ascending the ruined castle that you're sitting atop and it's not long before they are all-encompassing and just climbing all over you and stabbing you and doing all sorts of nasty shit. So that's all you see. This fucking dragon looks like a chum. They're dealing with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> I take the axe was a little like. We'll do this for everyone, Carl. <laughs> uh, the magic life water yeah. only has a certain amount of uses per day. Uh, <laughs> Good, I've got it. Yeah, I'm with this. Dicks. Um, <laughs> keep pushing it. <laughs> Damn. Okay. 
I didn't know that. I'm going to start carrying this with me. So if I have it in my hands, it whispers, right? If I have it on my back, does it still whisper? Yeah, every time you're making contact with it, it starts whispering. And if you hold it in your, on your person for an hour, you attune to it. I thought like attuning was like a process. No, you just It takes it. an hour, a short rest. What if I wrapped it? Hold it in a tight yeah, bag. It, as long as it's not physically just touching you, then Put it's... it back in the bag. What if I need to use it? You pull it out of the bag. Okay, put it in the bag. Okay. Cool. You put it back in the bag, the whispering yep. stops. You guys kick on, you start making your way to uh, the Arlington Woods. I uh, walked out of the city walls, past all the neighbouring farms outside the walls there, uh, crossing that small bridge uh, that runs past the river outside the city walls and on your way to the Arlington Woods. Um, give me a survival check from everyone, please. Six. Nine. 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 Sixteen. Sixteen? Twenty-three. Twenty-three? Alright, cool. Um, it takes you a little bit longer. You guys have been walking for like a week straight already, basically. Um, and you've been getting decent night's sleeps and stuff like that in between, but it's still... You've been marching for a week, and it's pretty exhausted. Um, you're starting to get pretty tired on your feet. Um, you don't encounter anything sort of dangerous though, thankfully. Um, you know, it's a wildlife and a couple of creatures here and there that you spot in the distance, uh, but nothing that's going to sort of cause you guys any sort of grief. Uh, and it's not long before you come to the edge of the Arlington Forest and you see that similar sign um, pointing towards the Iron Envoy's sanctuary. Uh, as you approach, is there anything that you wanted to do? Should they take it off or just wear it in? Oh, wear it in. Wear it in. Yeah. Triumphant. Yeah. Do you have, uh, so it's just the helmet and the breastplate you've got at the moment. Don't you have like a shield as well? It's zero yeah, it's not a special shield, it's just a shield. Do you want to like jazz you up at all? Like, uh, I got this. And I'm going to uh, rapid fire cast a bunch of spells. Prestidigitation, thaumaturgy, whatever, to make him extra shiny, extra extra shiny. It's yeah. just a, a constant flow of confetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the lights constantly hitting it, just fireworks. right. His hair's blowing out from underneath the helmet. Yeah. Like, Billowing smells, cape. smells a little bit nicer. There yeah. yeah, just everything. I play yeah, you play you walk weapons. through um, <laughs> the front archway, sort of of this small stone wall. You walk through the archway into sort of this courtyard that's outside the sanctuary. Um, where you first met Dunkara, Lara, and, and Mador. Um, and jaws just drop as they spot you walking in with two of the relics wearing on the same person. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of, That's never been done before. of the priests and paladins um, and done. clerics that uh, are a part of the Iron Envoys haven't seen this before because they're so stringently kept separate. Um, <laughs> not, not, for, not for anything. Obviously, this is a bit of an um, uh, extenuating circumstance uh, because you're retrieving it um, uh, for, from being lost. So obviously, you know, the reason why they're kept separate is so they're harder to be stolen, sort of all in one. That's the reason why they are kept separate and kept um, protected by their own um, personnel. Mm. Um, so it's just one of the measures they it's put in place to help protect the armor pieces so not all of them get lost all at once. 
this coordinated attack was definitely something different um, and it's kind of put them on high alert but at the same time still seeing two different relics being worn by one person is just a, a thing they haven't seen before um, and yeah like I said jaws are just dropping as you're walking everything's just everyone's just kind of stopping and staring as, as the party walks in uh, to the main building um, as you enter the main building, you see uh, Ura um, talking to uh, one of the priests um, before he stops and notices you guys enter and he goes, Huh, well I'll be a son of a bitch. Amos, god damn, it is good to see you. Language fun. Sorry, you're absolutely right. Forgive me, I am, I won't lie, that is... Impressive. You've yeah. done a damn, damn fine job. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. It looks... looks cool together. I mean, does. I know it's meant to be together, but seeing two in one go is... Uh, well, that's it. You know, like, they've been kept apart for so long. Uh, I myself haven't even seen them, seen two of them. At the same time, that's just... just I don't know, it's pretty unreal. It'd be really, really... I really hope we don't have to, but it'd be really interesting to see the entire set one day. Oh. Either way... How did you go? Well, good. Um, it was being held captive by a... Uh, well, at first we thought a group of orcs, and it turns out it was in, an enormous frog-like creature underground. Right. Yeah, don't know how it got it, but... Um, Mergos. We, yeah, Drogos, right. We assume Mergos, but we dispatched it. Some of us, a couple of us almost died, but... Um, I mean, we have it now, and they're, uh, the giant frog people are coming back, so... It took a great deal of work and effort, but worth it in the end, I think. Sounds like quite the beast. Oh, yeah. Tast well, tasting good. glad you're all all right. Does anyone need any assistance of the clerics here? Or you guys look fairly well patched up, assuming you've looked after yourselves pretty well. Yeah. A long journey back. Yeah. I can imagine, I can imagine. Come, come, look. Um, we'll, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll grab that chess piece. Uh, give you guys some food and some drink. Uh, sit you down and then after that, we'll, uh, we'll reward you. You're now an official champion of the Iron Envoys. Can't leave now. Great. That's good news. All right, well... Um yeah, give me a moment, I'll, uh, I'll take it off. Yeah, no, 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 please, please, please. Um, yeah, and you sort of... Score shit, wouldn't mind. <laughs> I got you covered. Next couple of minutes, just sort of unstrapping it. Helmet off, throw it to Ash. <laughs> take the uh, plate off, and it's just like a black shirt, long sleeve shirt on there. Yeah. And then... Put some skins on. Yeah. <laughs> take Stop the, the helmet, take the helmet back from Ash, die, throw it back on. And then just hold it as I'm making my way through. Yep, no worries. Cool. Uh, uh, are you handing it back to all? Uh, all oh, yeah. 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 So he takes it and he goes, <sighs> feels, feels good to have this back. Thank you once again. You have no idea how much this means. And um, yeah, no, this has been really good. We were, some of the higher ups were actually preparing a, a secondary assault on, um, on Doran just in case you didn't make it, but you did. And. Thankfully, who thankfully are they going to so. send? <laughs> well, you know, we, we, we've the wheelbarrow guy. No, no, 
John Drew was just a friend of someone who was also going through the trials, who also passed, by the way. Um, but no, being a relatively new recruit, he would not be sent. It would definitely be more of the uh, experienced members of the Iron Ore Boys. Uh, but nevertheless, you made it, and that's what matters. So, uh, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go deal with this, and I will get things set up. Uh, I'll get your rewards sorted, and um, we'll officially sign you in as a member of the Iron Envoy. Cool. Is it like a ceremony or something? I don't know. I've never been uh, a champion before. Not so much a ceremony. Um, it's more of just a, sort of an official process kind of thing. It's um, just running you through a few things, um, giving you some items uh, that the champions get to help protect uh, their relic. Um, and yeah, it's, it's nothing over the top. I mean, we can throw you a ceremony if you like. No, no, it's all right. Yeah, I didn't really see you as that kind of person, but either it's way, what's the drive? Uh, forms to the government. W- yeah, what? What are you inside checking? What are you? What are you looking is for? This guy is this guy like on the level, or is he going to try and take the armor and like double cross us? I don't know. Um, I didn't do this the first time. Yeah, would you? Would you roll for insight? Uh, I want to say sixteen. Rachel, throwing shit on the floor, Rach. What are you doing? Uh, no, what I want to say is 13. 13? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he seems on the level. Yeah. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any sort of reading in between the lines of what he's saying, sort of stuff like that. There doesn't seem to be any sort of malice or anything sinister behind what he is saying. Um, yeah, he, he walks off with the, uh, the breastplate, and uh, I think you guys go get some food and stuff like that and just chill out, put your feet up for a second. Food. Yeah. No worries. You guys walk into the dry mess there, and um, yeah, it's around about lunchtime now. Um, yeah, and they've got lunch going on, and there's just a buffet in front of you, and um, a few different people around uh, just sitting down and eating, doing, um, having their break, basically. Uh, you guys sit down, you eat, um, uh, you finish your drinks, and it's not long before Aura walk, walks back in and goes, Amos, if you're ready, come with me. Sure. Put the soup in the, in the, the ice straw down. <laughs> uh, just me? Ah, uh, your friends are more than welcome to come along if they like. I'll look to the group. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Uh, so you follow him in and you come through to um, sort of like a, uh, an, like a hallway that leads into that similar sort of courtroom type uh, building that you're in when you were um, being told that you'd passed, failed one trial but passed the other and were given your third. Yeah. So there's that long table where the council sat and then obviously a number of um, sort of seats and stuff like that where, you know, the audience will sit. Um, with that, you see the council uh, sitting there and you on the table you see a, um, you see the shield that was shown to you and um, also a book as well. Uh, Aura invites you across and you see Dunkara and Maidor there along with a few others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you walk in, um, they all sort of kind of give you nods of respect. Um, and Aura turns around and goes, right, well, <coughs> as witness to the rest of the council, Armas Vidur has officially passed his third and final trial, now making him a champion of the Iron Envoys 
and as such there are certain benefits. One is the shield. The shield will help you protect yourself and your friends around you. Um, the shield itself is... Duh, 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 duh. Um, let me just bring it back up. Ah, yes. Fantastic. It is a triangle. Triangle. Your friends, yourself, and those around you. It's like a shield does. It's like a regular shield. It's like a curved square shield, like a long square shield. So it's quite big and bulky. But it. Where is it? Sorry, I have so many notes. Um, it's episode 21 is where I had it before. There's different levels to it. Um, actually, while I'm looking for this, I'm just going to tell you about the stuff I do know. So, uh, along with the shield, he, uh, you also get a... Um, oh, sorry, on the table as well, there's a sort of like this stone sort of tablet, right? Uh, along with the book. Uh, you pick up the book and it's uh, on the on the cover it says uh, principles and guidelines of the iron on voice uh, and through it is basically a listing of sort of just kind of rules and values that you need to adhere to as a champion of the iron on voice um, you've seen your wife reading through it on on the odd occasion um, it's one of those books that are only given out to the champions. Members of the Island Boys don't have them unless they're a champion themselves. Oh, okay. um, so there's a lot of insight and strategies as well around defending your relic and protecting it because yep. you're one of the chosen few who look after the relic. Uh, the tablet, the stone tablet, Ura picks it up and he goes, this stone tablet is a translocation device it works in a way where you can set it up at a place that you call home or a base or a headquarters where you feel fortified and heavily defended, I guess. Mm -hmm. It is one of the places that you can translocate yourself to from the, um, the sanctuary under Veritas Mimbre. Oh, okay. And also, along with your amulet now being a champion of the Iron Envoy, within the book you'll see a listing stating that the amulet now must be worn at all times by your person and no one else. I'm still there wearing an amulet. <laughs> so, Scorch, if you'll please. Of course, yes. And I hand back the amulet. Thanks. With this... It's a pretty amulet you've got there. With this new title... <laughs> Uh, you may, in an emergency, be summoned um, to various sanctuaries around the continent. Uh, this amulet will basically let you know that that's about to be happening, and it'll be what sort of translocates you back to um, back to the sanctuaries that the aid has been called from. Uh, in reverse to that, you can also. Um, Translocate from that sanctuary back to where you've left your tablet. Okay. Does that make sense? Finally, I'm on fast travel. But just for Amos. Uh, well, no. So other people can use it. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who can be summoned. Okay. Uh. 
So if you remember back to when you went into the sanctuary, put your amulet into the slot underneath Verit in the table, underneath mm -hmm. Veritas Mimre, um, the other champions all arrived within a matter of minutes, basically. Essentially, the same thing could happen to you should an emergency arise. But Ulra sort of tells you, like, this does not happen very often. <coughs> it, is, it is very risky to have all of our champions in the one place for no reason. So the call will not be made unless absolutely urgent. Do you understand? Good. Now, um... Break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> break glass in case of emergency, exactly. Uh, with the shield, uh, the shield has different levels to it, and the levels depend on sort of different strengths to it. And the strength of the shield depends on your acts of service to Aristotle. Oh. Now, these could be anything. It could be, um, you know, getting a new flock for him. You're convincing a whole bunch of people to follow in his values and his footsteps. It could be a, a huge act of service, defending a whole town from an onslaught. Um, you know, it, it could be anything like that. Anything, basically, that Aristotle himself decides that he is... You've, like, you've outdone yourself in the service of Aristotle. Uh, we've noticed the shield gains strength mm. in terms of its abilities. Um, the... Fuck me. It's episode 21. Hold on. I think it was episode 21. Sorry, guys. One second. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, myself. Talk. Oh, here it is. 31, not 21. Jesus Christ. All right, cool. I found it. Um, so... Do, do, do. Oh, yeah. All right, so it increases in power in terms of access service to Aristotle itself. It's a, yeah, long silver ethereal kind of shield um, uh, forms in the air uh, 20 feet in front of the shield. Um and it's also 20 feet across. This is one of the abilities that you can use with it. Um, the shield itself, the... Uh, when when uh, the shield itself is plus one AC, yeah. um, so it's a... Um, sorry. Uh, hold on, let me reread these notes. Okay, sorry. Shield is magical. Yeah. Standard shield bonuses, plus two, right, yeah. when it's mundane, yeah? Uh, and the ability it's got is uh, when you use this ability, a silver ethereal shield forms in the air 20 feet across um, that sits 20 feet in front of the party. Um, well, you, can, you can actually adjust. So you can be right in front of the party or it can be up to 20 feet away. It's up to you. Cool. Um, but the range of that is 20 feet. Okay. So, and um, the ethereal shield itself, when, when anyone's behind that shield, they get plus one AC. Cool. And any projectiles thrown or fired through that shield uh, gain a bonus level one smite in damage. Oh, anything I shoot out. Correct. Whether any of us shoot out. Okay, yeah. cool. So the next three projectiles through the silver ethereal shield 
So it's, it's an incorporeal thing. So it's not solid. Um, but yeah, bonus damage is a level one smite. So it's basically treated if it hits, they get a level, yeah. An extra level one smite, I think it's 3d8. Something like that. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, 3d8. So um, that's that's at its mundane stage. You guys are fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> at its empowered stage, um, the shield provides a plus one AC again to everyone standing behind it. And now you get three uses of a level three smite. Oh, wow. And during its exalted stage, which is its third and final sort of most powerful stage, anyone standing behind the shield uh, gets a plus two to the AC and you get three uses of a level five smite. Wow. Um, so you shoot an arrow through and... Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Anyone go to the projectiles? Yes. Does it work with spells? Uh, no, just projectiles. Do we have anyone who uses projectiles? Not anymore. Oh, the gun. <laughs> and me. Spears, exactly. Searing smite. <laughs> so, yeah, you can now throw spears and they'll have um, your smites attached to them through the use of this shield. Bonus action to activate the shield? Uh, yeah, it's a bonus action to activate the shield uh, and the shield lasts for a minute. Yeah. Um, and you only get to use it uh, once per day. Cool. Um, yeah. That's it. Awesome. So yeah, plus, uh, so just regular sort of 2AC shield, but then its ability is all those things. So anyone standing behind the shield uh, gets a plus one AC, and then obviously if you're standing behind the shield now, you also, you also have Alice's aura as well. Yeah. Um, sort of. So yeah. You're not getting it. Hanging around armors is going to be a, a handy fucking thing to do in a fight now. So my AC was 22 when I had the armor. So now, so it's down to because not wearing any armor at all, that takes it down to 19. Back down to 19. Because it was plus three armor, wasn't it? The yeah. Um, really cool. cool, cool, cool. Sorry, 19 plus but the shield. Who's the champion? Plus of the, the shield um, makes it not 19. Cool. Of the plate armor. Uh, it was Mandel. Um, we're currently in the process of electing a new one. Um, Man Mandel had not elected... <laughs> Man Sorry, hold on, let me just... Howie. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Uh, Mandel hadn't elected a specific person. Instead, in place, he put a process to elect a new person. Um, oh. Yeah. So those were his wishes, should, you know, the, the worst happen. And so that's the process we're currently going through to find someone to look after the chess piece from here on. But until that time, which hopefully shouldn't take too long, uh, until that time, it'll be staying here under the protection of the sanctuary itself. Cool. You uh, don't happen to have any uh, plate body do you, with you just lying around? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, of course. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, no worries. No, we, we, we can help you out. That's, that's not a problem at all. Um, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send for someone. We, we can go get you some new, new plate armor for sure. Cool. No worries. And... Um, yeah, it's not too long before someone comes back with a brand new shiny bit of plate um, for... Ooh, AC's down to 18, sorry. Because the one I was using for is... 
So it's like 16 plus my... 16 plus shield takes it to 18. Yeah, that's it. So it'll be 10 plus your dex, plus the shield, plus your armor, plus any other bonuses you get from being a paladin. Well, you're wearing full plate now, so... Yeah. What's full plate? So that's 16 plus... Full plate is, uh, I think, 16, plus shield is 18. No dex <laughs> on full plate. And do you, do you have, like, defensiveness from Paladin? Yep. Did not take that fighting style. What did you, which one did you take? Offense. Oh, no, sorry, I did pick defense. Yeah, I was going to say. So that would take it to 19. Nice. Which makes sense, because, you know, you traded a plus three plate body for a plus... One plus shield. zero. It's just play body. Yeah, yeah. Um, the shield isn't plus one. No. No, it's it's just plus. gives a standard two AC. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's its ability that makes it special. Its ability has... It, it can give everyone else in the party plus one AC. Okay. And later on, potentially plus two AC. If you're standing behind it. Ooh. So you just have to have to kiss Aristotle's ass for a little bit to make that shield like you more? And if you send a projectile through it, at the strongest, it will now contain a level 5 smite. Ooh. So some How many do you get that? Five, some right? serious damage. Yeah, but no one's using projectile weapons. No, if we get everyone a gun and then like, if we need to... A blow dart. <laughs> if we need to fight a big blad, we all just stand behind it. Everyone blah, blah, go blah, get blah, a blow dart. Yeah. I can sit down. A rusty kitchen knife. Just throw it. <laughs> the throw a rock <laughs> and you'll get and hits it'll do 5d8 radio damage if you were to pick up Eric and throw Eric <laughs> I mean theoretically throw a pebble through it. these are the questions that you always want to answer so with play your armor class is a, a 18 yeah cool you yeah. a rock and then plus two for <laughs> shield, so that's 20. And then you have defensive fighting style as well, so yeah. 21. Oh, sorry, it's play body 18. Play body's 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now I've got disadvantage on stealth, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. already have disadvantage on stealth. All, all heavy armor has oh, disadvantage yeah, yeah. on stealth, yeah. So we never make stealth checks, that's um, all. No. no y'all, y'all are too fucking strong. Um, there's a library here, right? Probably. Yeah. It's just the same book. Might give you the library. Oh, fuck. Got the library. Yeah. Um, before we go, um, thanks for the armor. Um, my any leads on who uh, killed my wife? Saddle. <laughs> <Subtle>. Direct. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we we do have a little bit of information. If you like, we can discuss that in private. Or oh, I'm going to tell them anyway. <laughs> no, but you're still currently standing in front of the council. Oh. Don't they know anywhere? Uh, <laughs> good so point. is this a big secret? Was it like an internal murder? <gasps> I'll uh, I'll wait for the armor to come and then I'll come to talk to you after. Well, before you leave though, and before we officially, you know, um, wrap this up, I just need you to sign here and here, and he sort of brings forward a bit of parchment and a feather and quill with some ink. In blood. What are you signing? Really yeah. Really yeah. Really yeah. Really Please let us read that before you sign that. Yeah, I'll read it. It's, it's just... Put on my goggles. Terms and conditions. 
It's uh, signing your life away to add a store. No, there's there's not too many like you, you figure a lot of the fine prints in that book. Because oh. uh, basically the parchment itself is just you stating that you adhere to the principles of the iron invoice. Uh, you dedicate your life in the defense of the innocent and the protection of your assigned relic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All seems uh, in order. Are they, sorry, are those the like tenets of Aristotle's worship? Like when you're like, I'm going to abide by, you know, the codes or whatever of, mm-hmm. is it looking after the innocent and kind of, yeah. that's it? There's no like, hey, there's a whole other tenement thing over here that you have to abide by. What do you mean exactly? Like, like he's signing out to like I yes I agree to like no so the 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 piece of paper that he's signing is a general overview statement of the tenements of Aristotle yeah. right and then down like beneath that the second part of it is basically stating that he will um, follow the rules set within uh, the book handed to you um, and. Mm-hmm. What happens if he does Skip not it. follow the rules stated in the uh, book? Then he can be stripped of his title and his equipment and any benefits and boons assigned to him by the Iron Envoys. So not like immediate divine retribution. That's up to Aristotle. Hmm. Uh, that's not well, then no. <laughs> Um, Is there like a house lawyer that drafted this well, that we could speak well, to? Unless everyone's talking, I've already signed it. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, read that book. I'll read it later. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is the same document your wife signed. Yeah. All those years ago. And she's dead. Yeah. Because she signed I'm this. aware. <laughs> you guys are horrible <laughs> friends. Well, horrible just looking horrible up, people. Just looking out for it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You want to go? It's the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> um, Maybe she broke a commandment or whatever and then just immediately smited down. <laughs> That's it. They shot her through the shield. <gasps> yeah, we should stop now. She put it backwards. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> oh, no. She's <laughs> got riddled with level five spots. <laughs> I only just clicked. <laughs> Alright, so you guys, you signed the do- Oh god, I did not see the glass then, so I just saw you like pouring <laughs> the bottle out onto the chair. I was like, I like what? Why? I like Age into the chaos. Uh, <laughs> Alright, cool. Oops. So you guys finish up there, you sign the document, um, you, you're given your items, your plaque, the book, uh, and the shield. With your new chess piece as well. Nice and shiny, dent free, scratch free. Real it's pretty. got boobs on it though. It's got boobs on it, sure mm. does. Awesome. You guys leave and I'll later Aura approaches you Can and I have goes. Can the other No. Can I just like try it on? No. Your blood rage? Nah, all good? Aura approaches, Aura approaches you and goes, um, our arms. Okay. Fridge. There's a demon in your fridge. There's a demon in my fridge, apparently. Get a dry food. I swear if it stops working like the last one, I'd be mad. <laughs> uh, I was, um... The fridge is dead. The information we have on the attack that led to your wife's death is unfortunately little, but we, we do have threads of information to go on. From, from the reports 
that we gathered from um, people within the vicinity and stuff like that. Uh, the attackers seem to be of unknown origin, but the powers they possessed were clearly emanating from a dark source. Um, someone watching the battle from a distance said there was this tall man in armor that was just flashing of steel and shadow and what seemed to be a purple cape. Unfortunately, other than that, we don't have any more details on what really happened and the nature of your wife's death itself. Just, that's what we got from, uh, you know, just gathering information from around the, the general area after the attack happened. All right. That's so fucking vague. Well, uh, thanks for that. I'll uh, do my best to track them down. Have you seen a man in steel armor? And a purple cape? It's literally like, oh, we. The man, the person who killed your wife was someone from Unknown Origins who was tall, dark, had metal armor and purple cape. Like. You couldn't see. He was, he was fully kitted up. There was. Better um, yet, right? It's much better than we don't know. I mean, all that to basically say we don't really know. I feel like the purple cape will be a bit of a giveaway. Do you, um, do you know of any nations or. Uh, particular groups that are known for using purple armor, purple, oh, sorry, not purple armor, purple uh, uniforms that you're aware of? Like Murgos. Unfortunately, there's, there's quite a few. That's, that's the issue. And the, the accounts that we got were pretty vague. The attack happened at night and they saw it from a distance. So Could have been blue. All they saw was just flashes. Apparently he moved with unparalleled speed throughout the battlefield hmm. just charging down person after person and just walking through them like they were nothing uh, with a drow maybe again he was fully suited up we couldn't even see his skin colour okay. um, from the accounts that we got from the from the people who witnessed it, it was it, it took a lot of coaxing just to get any information out of them. From what they saw, what left them terrified and you know traumatized. Right. That's who I think it is. We actually want none of that. Okay. Um, all right. Well. Uh, okay. I'll do my best to track this guy down or girl down, whatever. Um, I don't know a great deal about Aristor to be honest. Has Aristor ever had a, a nemesis, uh, the, the ying to his yang? The I mean... Evil god. Yeah, there's... Any, any, anyone who seeks to harm the innocent, um, you know, there's a number of gods who, who live for that, who gain power from that. Um, Orcrush... God of War, he, uh, before being locked into the plane of hell, he was, him and Aristotle came toe-to-toe -to -toe quite a few times, but Aristotle's natural enemies 
are quite many. There doesn't seem to be, he doesn't seem to have a single arch nemesis because he's there every time someone tries to take advantage and use their strength for the greater purposes of evil. Understood. Instead of good. Okay. Well, um, well, this has been quite tiring, actually, including the walk here. So, I'll, um, thanks for that. I think I will uh, celebrate with my team and um, probably spend the night if that's if you have space for us all. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, rest up. Um, yeah, look, I will revisit those accounts, see if I can glean some more information out of them. Uh, that would be great. I can imagine, you know, it's one thing you want to get to, but at the same time, you know our policies and our rules and our guides on how to deal with things like this. I trust you'll do the right thing. Of course. But, by the sounds of this person, you won't have to think much on it. Hmm. Aristotle's not beyond putting people in the ground if their actions <coughs> call for it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I'll probably see you at dinner. I'll see you soon. Of course. Of course. And thank you again. No worries. Like I said, I'll um, try and look into it for you. And uh, also, just before you go, just be careful on the information you share. Um, that coordinated attack has people worried and... One of our biggest concerns right now is that someone within the Iron Ore Boys is passing on information they shouldn't be. Right, I understand. Well, if you figure out who it is before me, just point me at them. Sure. Well, they will be dealt with, I can assure you that. But in the meantime, just, uh, yeah, we're, we're being careful at the moment. We definitely can't risk having that happen again. Absolutely. A lot to uh, dwell on. Right, well, I'll catch you later. Fuck you, Mitchell. <laughs> what is wrong with Scott? I don't know, he's dying in the background. Just outside. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so he, he takes off, you guys go chill out. Uh, what, are you guys, what are you guys up to, by the way? Um, as I walk back towards the team, I'll take my medallion off the, the rage one. Yeah. And I'll just go up to Rin, place it on her chest and say... This is yours now. And then walk past. Okay. <laughs> I'll hold it up with my other one. Did you have an amulet already? I had the insignia from Ren. Okay. Why is that boring? Is that all the way You get down? What did you do? <laughs> it's just the whole time I was talking, he was making commentary. You could see it out of the corner of my eye, it was just killing me. <laughs> I'm Sorry about the planes. I would oh, stop them if I could, but my DM powers are extremely <sighs> far. Um, cool, so. You guys chill back out. Um, it's probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, is there anything you guys uh, wanted to do before? I believe you were waiting to see Aura again at dinner, I believe. Is that what you wanted to do? Um, we're staying here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'd probably run into him at some point. So if, in between now and then, he's come up with more shit about 
Kimura's di- d- uh, death, then uh, that'd be great. No worries. So like I said, it's about 2 o'clock, so 6 is roughly dinner time when people start sort of making their way to the dry mess again for dinner. Um, is there anything you guys want to do in between that? Um, as I'm walking back to our quarters with the group, um, I'm just kind of turn to you guys. And, hmm, I thought I'd be uh, happier being a champion. Mm. How do you feel? Mm. Like I'm no closer to finding who was responsible for uh, Kamira's death. <clears throat> so I'm not sure what to do at this point. But thank you all for your help in the trials and getting me here in the first place and whatever comes next. I really appreciate it. Get your back, buddy. Get back in your chair. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Jesus. Poking me from under the table, you... Sorry, continue. How's it? Maybe we should try and find the location where she died. Yes, I'll ask uh, Ulra tonight, because I've forgotten. Let me see if they've got her body or something. Like... Ooh. I didn't think of that. I mean... That'll be a tough one. It sounds like these guys have got fuck all to go on in terms of leads. So... Yeah. We... We can just kind of take over the investigation. You remember you visiting your wife's grave? Yeah. Have you seen the body? Yeah, I didn't see a body, but I saw the grave. Um, hmm. Ashtar, do you have to speak with Dead? Um, not yet. Do you want to exhume your wife? Mm. What does exhume mean? Dig her up. Dig, her up. Dig them up. It's okay. That doesn't have to be an option. We can just solve it the old-fashioned way. Where we don't talk to any corpses. Yeah, well... Yeah. And and remember, it's not her that would be speaking. It would be... a... spirit, essentially. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Still, anything to get uh, the answers I need. We'll uh, hold off on that one for a while. Well, at least we have a description as vague as it is. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Any of you ever come in contact with purple caped people? Especially tall ones? I mean, mm. I'm leaning towards the Dreyfus people. They're dark, they're tall. The medallion went a bit weird around him. And he loves purple. And he loves purple. That's you love gun, purple. Yes, because I look good in it. I think maybe we read the extra details. You know, there could be a hundred trillion people dressed in steel armor with a purple cape. It's just a smart fashion choice. Mm. But to move as fast as he did and to have put as much horror, these are the traits of someone who will be recorded somewhere. Hopefully. So we'll I think, you know, if we know where the last battle was, then we figure out who was fighting and we find the two factions, identify which one your wife would be on, and then... We can work away from that. Yeah. Great. More than happy to, to crack this one open. Cool. Um, Although such a case may require... You're right, we should get Incredibly good detective. We should get prom. Um... <laughs> 
after dinner and all that stuff's over, that night I'm just going to read through that book and look at all the Ten Commandments. Bit of night. <laughs> Ten well, Commandments. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to the library if I can just for that. Yeah, sure. No worries. Um, as you guys are kind of as you start reading through the book and you start heading towards the library. Um, Resurrection. <laughs> just bring it back. <laughs> a no, bit higher. <laughs> I mean, just bring the resurrection will work if you have a body. I'm not dead less than ten days. Yeah, problem solved, man. <laughs> just bring it back and ask if you kill it. How long should we be dead for? Nine days. Mm, not sure. As as you guys, um, as you start reading, you're starting to head to the wards library. Um, uh, you see someone come through and go, up ah, gate crashes. Um, yeah. There's a guest here for Rin. Hmm? Ah. That's you. Rin, there's someone in the courtyard uh, here for you. Is that a friend? I believe so. Very old lady. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. Mm. You get visited by old women all the time. Just one. Yeah, fair enough. But if you, this is not you haven't met her yet, have you? No, Jogo hasn't. Ah, cool. You start reading your book, you start making your way to the library, uh, and you make your way out into the courtyard, uh, where you see um, Kalira. Kalira? Yeah. What was your wife's name? Kamira. 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 Kalira and Kamira. That's why I keep getting them so closely mixed up. Um, you see Kalira standing there. Uh, hands behind her back watching some of the other clerics and stuff work and practice and, and pray within the courtyard itself. As you approach her, you notice this silvery strand of some sort of ethereal material coming out of the lower end of her back. It's about a foot long and seems to be floating seamlessly in the air before just disappearing into nothingness. She turns to face and goes, Ah, Ren. I give her a big, big hug. Oh, okay, yeah, hello, hi, hi, hi. And she hugs you back. And as she does so, she kind of like presses her fingers into sort of the depths of your back a little bit and just kind of like, just feels around a little bit. Um, and she goes, you feel quite healthy? Looking good? Um, I feel okay. I mean, we've, we've had quite a, an adventure over the last week or so, and it, we've had to take some time to recover, but I'm feeling better now. Yeah, no, you, look, you look strong. Is Yon with you? Uh, well, she's not here, but yes, yeah, she is with me, in a sense. I'm neither here or there. I'm kind of in between at the moment. It's uh, something of a special ability of picked up over, over the way. Um, Yon's doing alright. She's practicing and, and managing her affliction. There are benefits to what she has now and I'm teaching her to manage it and control it um, and utilize it to her benefit. Uh, but I just wanted to check in with you and see how you were going. I've been quite busy looking after Yon, so I haven't been able to keep tabs on what you were up to. Uh, well, you remember my friends. Um, 
we've had. Did yeah. you guys go with her? Uh, yeah. Drogo, Drogo's off to the library. He's reading the manuscript. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you remember my friend Scorch. Scorch, yeah, yeah. Likewise. What has happened since we've seen you? Quite a lot. You were kidnapped. Yeah. Returned. Almost eaten by a gloom. Water king. Mm. We both almost died. Oh god. Hmm. Mm. Because we last saw you where? Ferris Moonbreak? Hmm. Yeah. City, you yeah. just rescued Yon. When I yeah, it was a long time ago. came to see you. A lot has happened. We went through the entirety of the um the twin sisters. Mm. Oh yeah, we have we have a uh, what would you call it? A home now? Well, we haven't been there for the last couple of weeks, but it's we've cleared out a mountain base uh, for a bunch of cultists and we've kind of claimed it as our own. Mm. Huh. A mountain base full of cultists. They were actually um were doing Was that that was you? Yes. They were yeah. harvesting dragon blood to use in those sort of experiments. Twin Sister Peaks? Yes. Mm. Uh, same sort of thing that Yon went through. They were the ones providing the blood. Mm. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. Mm. Those operations are disgusting and vile, and I wasn't aware capable of performing certain transformations like this, but I'm glad you guys figured that out and took action. That's, um, it's relieving to know. Uh, with all my knowledge and all my ability to heal and fix afflictions, I, I can't seem to get past this one. Um, so I've just been managing it. It's not something that can really be cured. It's part of it now. As I'm quickly finding out, yes. I didn't think I could learn anything new after you know, 800 years, but here I am. Is she becoming scaly? No, she's getting more confident by the day. She was very scared at first. Scaly. Scaly. Mm. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, unfortunately so. Much to her dismay, uh, especially because where the scales pop up, her fur seems to fall out. Mm. And, um, yeah, she's not enjoying that part. And I think that's been one of the hardest parts for her, but... Which I'm keeping her out of the public eye at the moment um, because unfortunately there's not really another option uh, mm. and you know trying to train her and get her to manage these new abilities of hers um, around innocent people is probably not a good idea to begin with so yeah uh, I just I feel I feel for her as you know, she's not getting a lot of social engagement or anything mm. like that and it's just me and her at the moment, so... If you need someone else to talk her through what she's going through, I mean, I've got the first-hand experience. Well, where are you guys going next? What's, I think we are going to the, the Twin books? Sisters. We're stopping at Veritas Moon very briefly, and then we'll uh, make our way back to the Twin Sisters. Okay. All right, so... There to wrap up. The base, at yeah. the, the Twin Sister Peaks, that'll be a new setup for you guys? Sort of, we haven't really had time to kind of properly settle in. But the plan is to call it home? Yes. Okay. Well, mm. no, that's that's good to know because I'm, I'm having to stay on the move. Um, and it's kind of hard to stay out of prying eyes with Jon as well. Um, 
so it's it's been difficult. So me knowing where you guys are going to be at means it's 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 going to be a little bit easier to. If do. you needed to, you could go and stay. I mean, there's not much in the way of um, supplies at the moment, but we could bring more on our next way through. But if you needed somewhere to stay that was private, that would be. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Well, I myself probably couldn't stay for too long. But I believe Yon, she's safe there. Mm. She'd definitely be happy to see a friendly face again. Mm. We'd welcome the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, it's, it's been really good seeing you again. And look at your, god damn, look at your physique. Your muscles, your toning up, even your stance. Is that drunken master? Mm. Look at you. Been picking up a few things on the road. I bet, I bet. Rin's become an incredibly capable warrior. Had a great foundation of teaching. Oh. You've been a great student. And it's good to see that you're growing and continuing on even without my tutelage. There was nothing else that you needed? You were just here to check in on us? I just just wanted to touch base. It's been pretty full on trying to maintain my um, sort of keep myself hidden uh, while also looking after Yon and and, um, and making sure she's not hurting herself or other people around her. Who are you hiding from? I'm considered something of a fugitive from my home continent. Uh, they did not take kindly to the fact that I left and uh, came over to Votor. Of course, things are a bit different now. You know, there's whole cities where elves and humans intermingle and it's all fine. But unfortunately, back in the day, it was uh, high treason and I was involved with some pretty serious people uh, with some pretty old mentalities and unfortunately over the centuries they've maintained those mentalities and there's still some very old laws in place and I worry that there are still some very dangerous people looking for me especially with um, Laurel and her vague threat the day I had to leave. What was her threat? That if I was to make contact with you or Yon, that you know, certain people would find out where I was and what I've been doing all these years. That doesn't... How she knew that is beyond me, but... Have you seen her? Yes, actually. Um... The other week we ran into her at the ball in um, Ventura. Uh, Veritas Mimbro. She is on the council there now, which I thought was strange. She's on the council now of Veritas Mimbro. Mm. That's concerning. Yeah. That's very concerning. Do you know if she, what is she planning, do you know? We didn't have much chance to talk. The night took quite a tragic turn. This 
she is way more ambitious than I ever thought she was. I knew she had abilities. And you can see she's visibly stressed now. I knew she had abilities. What kind of abilities? Arcane ones. Whether they were innate or... I don't think they were taught through the traditional means, but I never saw any evidence of that, but I could tell there was definitely an air of magic around her. And... It never clicked to pay much attention. I, I, like, people all the time, all over the world, are born with magical abilities that they don't know how to control or use properly and just hide them because they don't understand them. And they also fear them. Or maybe they're surrounded by people who also fear the magic. Mm. Or it's outlawed, like in many places. So I never looked too much into it, but then she started making moves and all of a sudden it was no instead of choosing a monk to look after the Devere family it was you two being sent away for a year's time and mm. me being dismissed with that vague threat and now I am concerned for my s and you watch as she stops like mid-sentence her eyes go wide and she goes, I have to go, I'm so sorry. And with that, vanishes and disappears. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. She seems very capable and short in the trouble she's gotten herself into. Between her and Yon. Mm. I'll be able to get out of it. Can we hear that right? <laughs> yeah. Hit aim for the side. Uh, cool. yeah. Hit the the bowl. Go inside. Near the water. So it's on an angle. There's tricks to this. Come on man. Um no, no so <laughs> the dynamics of peeing into a bowl. Um so I believe Scott was the only other one who was... Scott! Starts again. <laughs> uh, he went to the library. Um, you guys walk back, basically enjoying Armus, um, where he's sort of sitting and reading. I believe probably waiting in the dry mess. Or oh wherever, yeah. Just looking sad from what you can little, tell. Uh, do you want to crack open this meme? Oh, yeah. Weigh those guys. Uh, uh. Uh-uh-uh. You can't drink alcohol here. What? Wait, you have to... You have to perform some sort of jig or dance first before... Mm, I mean, you do. I didn't sign anything. If you're drinking, you have to. I, I That's didn't one of the... Wait, yeah. meat is alcoholic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What? I thought it was like a... Juice. The meat you bought as well... Um, after your description of it, is is a very sort of sweet kind of mead as well. Um, one that retains a lot of its original sort of honey flavour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're all listening to this. <laughs> like boiling chicken. <laughs> boiling chicken. Sorry, frying chicken. Yeah. Ew, boiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, who boils chicken? Uh, where are we up to? It's 11 o'clock, so I want to wrap this up soon. Um, you. Yes. What are you up to? Go to the library. Yes, library, what doing? 
Uh, is the dwarf guy still there? Good Was he uh, dwarf? No. No, he's not there. He's not there? Uh, the librarian NPC that you ran into... Either or. Is there someone there? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. Glad. What are you chasing? A book that translates deep speech. Deep speech? Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, so... Well, he, do you speak deep speech? No one speaks deep speech. He goes out and he finds a, uh, a, a translation sort of book for like from learning from common to deep speech. Um, but he, as he hands it over and he goes, this is difficult. Common and deep speech are very unfamiliar languages. Learning deep speech straight from common without knowing any of the other sort of relevant dialects in between is it's it's hard. It's going to take you quite a quite a time yeah, to figure it out. Fucking listen. <laughs> every fucking time I come to this library, man. Oh my god! Give me the fucking book. Oh, okay. there's no need to be rude. I was just trying to whatever. Here. What? Because I'm a lizard. No. <laughs> It's genuinely scaly. Difficult. You think that I'm smart, but I haven't read books before. Can I even read? <laughs> Just because we're surrounded by scholars. How do you read? Even they struggle like... with this. <laughs> On either, one eye at a time. Anyway, exactly. all these other well-established scholars who aren't lizards. Let me just. <laughs> they found it hard. So <laughs> let me just ring that up for you. It's twenty-five gold. Do you have a library card? Uh, <laughs> do you want to sign up for library card today? <laughs> no one came. What? You have no I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware that you paid for the books when you took them out here. I thought this was a library. Are you going to bring it back? Yes, of course I am. Okay, when? Well, just before we leave. And that is? Probably tomorrow. Okay, no worries. Can I just get your name and date here? Please, thank you. No worries. And I'll, yeah, sign fucking... Yeah, cool. So uh, basically, it's just a little declaration saying, taking this book, bring it back on this day. Obviously, not writing my name, writing Squatches. <laughs> um, cool. So. Yeah, some like weird scaly guy called Scorch. That's him! <laughs> are you, are you going to go through this book for the next hour? Yes, yes. Uh, and try with the axe, just trying to figure out what the fuck it's saying. You're holding the axe for an hour, are you going to tune to it? I'll set a timer on. 59 minutes. You just put it's it on the floor. How do you translate sounds you into don't, the dialect of the okay, page? The book works just by itself. You don't need the axe whispering into your ear and risking being cursed by the item. No, okay. cursed by the item. Would I be oh, at advantage if I was using the axe as a translation aid? Technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is cursed, he's cursed. <laughs> That's all right. The envoys have taken down. It's like fifty of us here. I'm not going to risk the curse. Okay, but I will try and translate it. We'll translate the speech. Give me an intelligence check. The old you would have done it. <laughs> yeah, who are you? Ah, oh, okay, fine then, guys. <laughs> no, no, don't get cursed. <laughs> Natural twenty. Get yeah, fuck. Actually. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm just a dumb lizard. I can't translate it. Get fucked. Bring it back 60 seconds later. Do you guys, remember, do you guys remember how I took the book of Vile Darkness, a book in a language I couldn't understand, I closed the portal? <laughs> oh, you're not going to fuck you. You know what I mean? You're not my fucking You're uniquely suited to make those weird fucking hissing noises. <laughs> you now speak deep speech. <laughs> you can add that to your languages. In one hour? In one hour. Yeah. He's now. With a natural 20? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. 
so it's fucking intelligent. Beat okay, rate. now hold the axe. What, what was the title as well? What was the title? Do I have proficiency or not? Huh? Do I have proficiency in a language? No, to the role. Oh, uh, was this intelligence check? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, then yeah, it would be would. twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. You <laughs> can speak the language, but only the bad words. <laughs> what do you hold the axe? And all it says is, "Don't put me down." Okay. Now hold the axe. What does it say? You start to hear the whispers and you're hearing the deep speech and you're translating in your mind and you're hearing dark whispers of a promised knowledge and a thirst for blood. I like knowledge. <laughs> you like blood? <laughs> uh-huh. It promises Promise. you power through blood. Oh, fuck yeah. You love uh, power. Question though. In deep speech, I'm going to say... Is this like a one-sided thing, or can you hear me? You... You hear a pause for like a long, like... <laughs> Holy fuck, a talking lizard! <laughs> what, because I'm a lizard, I can't do <laughs> speech? <laughs> you hear a pause for like 10, 15 seconds, and then all of a sudden you hear is Finally! <laughs> ah! Someone capable of wielding me. Mmm. Yep, definitely capable of wielding you. Uh, check the timer. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> Alright, I got 59 minutes. <laughs> uh, yep. I've got a couple questions though that you're going to answer for me if you want to be willed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. First one. Who made you? Where do you come from? Where did you go? The answers you seek. Um, no, it's not going to be paid in blood. You want blood, you give me the answers. Will me, and you'll get all the answers you Damn. never wanted. Okay. Will me. Here's a question that won't be answered <laughs> in blood. Are you like a sentient weapon or a spirit attached to the blade? I am a shadow of a soul. Okay, spirit attached to the blade, so... Stop making notes. <laughs> Interesting. Ask about purple. Oh, um, <laughs> this is a long shot. You wouldn't know anything about a a man who moves so fast through shadow and wears a purple cape. Oh, you mean Steve? Here we go, Still playing, <laughs> serving a god that is against Arasaur. I know it's vague. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> taking more notes. Alright. Uh, what do you? What's the? What's the lizard city again? Zol. Zoldar. Zoldar. I'll have to bring it up. Zolaire or something like that. Yeah, I'll have to bring it up. What do you know about Zolaire? The tribal city. Yes. Yes, that city. Your shamans are revered. Powerful creatures. Their blood is the richest. Uh, A delicacy. I see, I see. Write that down. <laughs> um, cool. Now, I've been told that if I wield you, I'll go into some sort of uncontrollable blood frenzy. What do you seek? Uncontrollable blood frenzy. <laughs> 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 A controllable blood frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of sometimes. 
That's a very good question, Sword. I feel you can see strength and power in your future. Together, we'll get more than you've ever wished to wield. My friends don't want me to use you. Your friends don't know as much as you do. That's a given, but... <laughs> like, only on science stuff. They're really good with the models. Your friends couldn't begin to understand the power you can have. Here's a question. Can you change your shape so that they don't know that I'm wielding you, or...? No. <laughs> 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 uh, fuck, okay. Basic ass magic item. <laughs> But with more blood comes more power. I don't know how far I trust you talking axe, but if you swear to me that should I wield you... Trust is only needed for the weak and unknowing. No, trust is needed for a mutually beneficial contract between two individuals. You want blood, I need your assurances. And I know you can give them to me because you're a spirit attached to the blade. Silence. Well, we'll see how another hundred fucking years of no fucking being well soothes your appetite. I have to carry it back to the bag holy, so I'm still kind of whispering. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Cool. So, you put him back in the bag of holy. Whisperings stop. When he's not directly talking to you, it is a constant barrage of quiet, low whispers of just the thirst for knowledge and power and obtaining it through blood. <gasps> oh my god, I put the dots together, fuck me. Okay, yep, not all good. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Oh my god. I know where I heard it before. I know where I heard it before. Um I think what the shamans did to me has something to do with this axe. Like shamans, shaman, shaman. Mm. <laughs> um, that's. Give me a history check. Not as good, but history is intelligence. So mm. twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eh. So, yeah, there's definitely familiarities in the this sentience that's speaking to you within the weapon, and the overall feeling that you had while the shamans were doing their thing. Yep. Okay. Um. Cool. So. With that, uh, you guys sit back down for dinner. Um, Aura comes in and he goes, uh, look, I, I reread over those accounts. Um, obviously, going and, and talking to the people who gave those accounts will take a bit more time, but rereading over them, um, there was a few details that I, um, uh, I missed out. Uh, one of them was is that, just to clarify, dark steel armor, as he moved, he seemed to be moving <coughs> like with shadow. Um, 
Again, the purple cape, the helmet he was wearing was horned. Straight out and then straight up to a point on either side. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, that was pretty much the only extra details I got from the written accounts. No, that's a huge help. Well, no, that's... Uh yeah. Uh, the height specified was roughly 6'2", 6'3", um, but that's armour included with the horns and stuff as well. So I'm assuming uh, this guy by himself is probably 6'6", six, 6'1". Six, um, and unfortunately, we're not even sure if it was a guy. It could have been a, a female. Uh, right. They were just in this suit of armour. You couldn't see their skin colour, their hair, their eye colour, nothing. It was just the armour was dark nearly black steel uh, with horns on the helmet and yeah it moved with frightening speed um, and seemingly encased in some sort of shadow or with the shadows or through the shadows they were a bit vague on the accounts that they gave but yeah uh, they seem to as well wield a magic that was sourced from a darkness to uh, basically just general evil vibes from this guy. Bad juju. Bad juju indeed. So and that and we haven't, okay, so we have no idea who that was. Okay. Um, two questions. One, where did the, uh, where did Kamira's last battle take place? Uh, oh shit, that's a good question. You can get back to me on that. Yeah, I'll have to get back to you on that. It's near, it's near her graveside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nifty. Um, and Which is actually not too far from Doran City and that guard's tower. Just there. <laughs> it's okay. not too far from that Doran City and that guard's That's where the battlefield was. Doesn't mean that's where you're going to find. Um, but that's, And that's where her grave is as well. Um, but yeah. And um, one last question. Have you uh, ever had... Uh, a champion break an oath here and maybe turn to being a well an evil champion well I mean they usually get stripped um, and uh, sort of what's it called exiled exiled Kill. out of the iron on voice have you ever um, had to do that we have we've ha we, we have had two in the past yes um People, people join the Iron Envoys for all the right reasons, but unfortunately, especially when you're young, you can be corrupted quite easily, and we've seen it happen. And unfortunately, darkness only leads to further darkness, and I won't lie, Armas, I am... There is a small part of me that's worried about that for you. Such traumatic starts to these sort of ventures... Uh, can quite easily be led down a path in where it's hard to come back from. So I implore you to look inwards and just check the path that you're on and the actions you're taking. And I'm sure you're going to be doing all the right things, but I've just I've seen it I've seen it once too many times. These bright sparks that just burn out and end up doing the wrong thing we we've had members go from here get exiled and then we've found them working for, for the order of the red mage and the black cabal and all manner of underground networks and just yeah 
disgusting organizations. Understood. All right, well, uh, thank you for gathering that extra info. No worries. I'm. We don't really keep, like, a collection of, of like, bad people here. Um, like, history or, or names and dates and stuff like that. Um, of, like, just, you know, people such as the one who might have attacked. Um, but I will go through what we do have. Um, and see if I can find anything that might match the description of this guy. Uh, but I implore you to do the same. Whatever the resources you have on hand, uh, people you might know who might know who this is. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's not a great lead, unfortunately. But it's what we've got for now. Do you have any drawings of this armored person? Anyone try to put it into? Like draw, no, like they were just yeah. uh, worded accounts. But cool. I can uh, I can get someone in to try and take in the uh, the details they were provided and see if we can draw up some sort of um, illustration. Yeah, that would help. Sure. Um, are we all here, or yeah? So you guys are all in the dry mess for dinner. Um, what battle? Sure. So you don't keep records of of people who turn, but surely you keep records of what battle people battles people fought in. Oh yeah, sure. But what I what I meant was is we don't have like a sort of codex of bad people around the continent. I more mean like what battle did she fall in, so that when we chase it up, we can be like, hey, do you know what two sides fought at the Battle of? Uh as far as I know, the skirmish didn't have a historical name. In unfortunately, it was more of a ambush. Do you know what were the two sides? No. Well, it was uh, Kimura's team and whatever group that ambushed her. Okay, so we're going to Led go. by this guy in steel armor and a purple cloak. Okay. Well, you've given us a lot to go on. So, well, you've definitely given us a lot to do. Mm. Appreciate it. Uh, can you give this back to the librarian? Tell him that fascinating. Uh, sure. Deep speech? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's canon. It's canon. Deep speech is now German. <laughs> it's Russian. Okay. Oh, Russian? Yeah. German? Russian. Yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Duh is, duh. Duh is German? And remember, right? Russian. 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 So Russian is duh, German is yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Oh yeah, J A H or something like that, right? German, Russian. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bix. <laughs> cool. So you guys, you pack in for the night. You have your food. Um, I I should use the as you go to leave in the morning, he hands you an illustration. Yep. Um, of the guy. Um, yeah, just a basic quick sketch of what this guy might look like. Uh, and you guys leave back towards Veritas uh, Mimbra. You get back towards the city walls about lunchtime. Um, are you still going to see your blacksmith? Uh, yeah, I guess we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Should we do it next? Do it now? Yeah, do, do it now. Next session's up to you. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was, it was, um, there was a certain point I wanted to end on, but we, it's pushing it now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. we'll, um, yeah, we'll wrap up the session. So we'll start with the cliffhanger. Mm. Mm. 
No. It's going to be like, oh, you can't use the axe. I'll be like, I'm not going to use the axe. I've had a chat to it. And actually, can I talk to the cleaver? <laughs> He's like, oh, I had this whole speech. I was going to talk you out of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how far I trust you talking axe. <laughs> no, I was kind of hoping you guys would get to back to your base. But that's all right. We will save that for next session. Anyways, well, thanks for listening to <laughs> There's a lot of roleplay, a lot of walking around. Yes, yes, of course. Hopefully you guys will have a faster mode of transport sooner or later. I do. Discussion. A boat. <laughs> all, you have, all you have to do is just convince Storok to Honda give you his own personal skyship. Because he's the only one in existence. Well, we just kill Storok. And Drogo's going to make his own version of the skyship. It's going to be jagged. The ground ship. And it's made out of bones. <laughs> How are you going to power it? Button? How are you going to power it? Oh, <laughs> Sacrifice. Bones. Blood. Bone power. Oh, I can't. I was like, I was like, fuck, this sounds familiar. Like, need blood, need to do Careful. this, need knowledge. Where the fuck have I heard this? Oh my god, the shaman. Oh, that's right, my backstory. I'll <laughs> oh, thank you for another episode of Tabletop 20. Stop that. Stop it. Bye. Oh, Drogo's just been doing right. so well, not focusing on like the eternal workers in pursuit of knowledge and just focusing on Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Tabletop 20. Make sure to follow us on all our socials just to keep up with whatever bullshit we get up to next. This is your Dungeon Master, signing off.